hello and welcome to your aunties could never i'm auntie ak and i am here with aunt farah auntie nana auntie Shade, and auntie koja <laughs> <laughs> if you like <laughs> Welcome, 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 Uncle well, or Auntie Kojo, if you like. We will be getting to Uncle Kojo's business soon. How are you, everybody? How's everybody before we get into it? Everybody good? Yeah. Good, but it's that been an intense week already. Yeah. Nothing bad, but just a lot going on at the moment. So, yeah, I could do with a little break. Can't lie. Someone who just came back from her. Yeah. You know you need a holiday to get yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was so, like nodding my head like, oh yeah, I understand. And then I was like, actually, hold on, didn't you just come back the other day? All right. Um, get your plates, get your drinks, let's start the show. Auntie Farah, warm us up, girl. All right, my G. All right, first one's up. A little bit of a twist on the one's gotta go. It's more you gotta pick one. Okay. <laughs> you have to pick one to be prime minister. What? Okay. I don't like these, but go on. Boris. No. Rushi. No. Preeti. No. Sajid. Oh. Pick one. One's got to be prime minister. Which one? Boris. Because we know what we're going to get with him. He's an absolute fucker. He's a cheater. He's a scoundrel. And the British public actually deserve his ass. So, Boris. <laughs> I will say pretty just to let's see what she does. I want to see how bad she is. Just for just for bands. We can't get any worse, honestly. I, I, I would say I would say um Boris as well for Nana's reasons. I think better the devil, you know. But you know, he, he's the only person I've ever heard apologize on many occasions. So, so yeah. Boy. Pretty. Just because I think if she becomes Prime Minister, then Labour will probably win. So I'm going to go with Preeti. Fair point. Uh, I'm conflicted personally because I want to say Boris because a bit of the devil you know and like Auntie Nana said, all those things, he's a fuck up and we know what he's going to do. He's just going to come out and apologise again and again and again. However, how many times? He's the first prime minister in history to be done for a criminal act and just be like, yeah, I'm not leaving though. <laughs> so with Preeti Patel, I kind of feel like it could be her but I, I'm scared of what she'll do before Labour take over. Because I like the things that Auntie Shade said. That would be my reason. Because if she comes in, she's getting out real quick. But what's she going to do in the meantime? That's what makes me scared. All right, next one. Next one. Okay. you got to pick one again. Good credit. No taxes. Free healthcare. Or no rent or mortgage payments. 100% no taxes. 100%. 100% no taxes. Do you know how much I pay with VAT? Ah. <laughs> Never again, can you imagine? Oh. I think yeah. it's no taxes in the long run. Because <laughs> no tax will pay for healthcare, private. You'll pay for everything. Yeah. I just want to, uh, I just want to spend all the money that I burn. Is, is, that, is, that, <laughs> is that too much to ask? Like all of, all of it, not some of it, like all of it that I've earned, I want all of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm with you. No taxes. I just got my first new um, waist slip, right? And I was like, so, <laughs> so basically, 
<laughs> two weeks are just for the tax man then. Yeah. So the tax man's just got two whole weeks from two me. Two weeks, yeah. It's like, for real? That's a mockery. Yeah, I don't want to pay no taxes at all. No Ever. taxes. Again. Okay. Last one. And because Codro is here, it, comedians. Bernie Mac, Martin Lawrence, oh, Eddie on. Murphy, or Kevin Hart. Bernie Mac. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. When you say one's got to go, where they got? You can never ever hear their comedy or a line that they've said or anything ever again. That's it. It's done. Oh, Out of existence. Run the name for them. Run it. Yeah. Lenny Mac, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart. But Martin, man, sorry. Sorry, man. Martin, you gotta go. Bernie, you can't live without Bernie, man. I can't live without Bernie. Seriously. And Eddie. Kevin Hart for me. Curious. That's interesting. Martin Lawrence is the reason I started. Eddie Murphy is one of the most talented black men alive. And um, who's that one? Bernie Mac. He's just kind of like the people's champion. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I think all of them are kind of similar. I think Kevin's become the biggest out of all of them. But things that I think I would miss would be those three. So Kevin would have to go. Oh, see, for me, it's Bernie Mac, actually. I oh. think, although I find him funny, but I feel like I could have not seen him and I'd be all right. But everybody else... Can I get a little stuff in my Kenerak? You don't I want to hear that again. Somebody else would have filled in that position. Do you keep like Nana's it? microphone on throughout the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> Is this something that you not do? I'm a kid with kids. No. I would like that too. Though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to me. Oh, come on, come on. No, no, he can go. He can go. No, no. no. He can be a car salesman. It's cool. He can go. No, no. <laughs> no. You know what? Kojo saved... Gave me because Martin Lawrence for me to not quote House Party and erase, um, let's do this, girl. I can't. And then all the Martin shows and his behavior is no so deaf comedy jam as well. Deaf comedy jam as well. It's impossible, however. Yeah, no, nah, mm, Kevin, but Kevin's made my belly break with laughter as well. I know I quote him a lot. Oh, no, fuck. I'm okay. Pause. Pause. All right, I'm picking Kevin Hart. He can go. I don't care. Because Bernie Mac is in too many things that I love, and I quote shit that he's in daily, right? Eddie Murphy, Eddie, I'm an American woman now. Come on, I'm like, raw, I can say raw, back to front. Raw's my shit, I love that. I Coming to America. Ever again. I mean, Coming to America. I can see, I can walk, trading places. Oh, this is too much. Um, yeah, it's mean, mean, yeah, man. Eddie. I think I think we can all skip riding on. You know what I mean? Like it's you know. Yeah, we can skip that. Yeah, we can skip that. But um, like I can get rid of Kevin because as much as Kevin makes me laugh or used to make me laugh, he doesn't make me laugh as much as those guys put together. Like brilliant comic, funny, funny, very, very funny. Very, he's brilliant. And Martin Lawrence, as you said, Auntie AK, the Friday, you know, like <laughs> just too. There's too many things house party. in it's house party, not Friday. Wait, house party, house party, um. Even bad boys, he's big mama's house. Funny bad boys. Yeah, big and mama's house. Jam, anyway. This one, that's, <laughs> you know, okay. it's racial. It's racial. There's too many things with him in it for me to like get rid of. Do, him. do the right thing. Do the right thing. He's twist up lip. 
Auntie Shada, who? Because you're going to say Martin, isn't it? No, I said Martin. Said oh, oh, so Martin's got to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it, it, yeah, it has to be Kevin. Oh, Kevin made me laugh though back in the 2000s. Yeah, pineapples, but still, you've got to go. Yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who are we welcoming to the family, Auntie Nano? Okay, welcome to the family is Pound Sterling from Winners Talking Podcast. You know, I'm just going to play you what he actually spoke about and has earned him this worthy accolade to add to our family. There we go. Here he is. One guy I know just come to pick me up. Came dripping. New Stone Island tracksuit. One away vapor max. That's a compliment to Drip. Had the big tube on the floor. He said, I've just come up here. Passion and everything. So we're rolling out. I think dude that gets home from all these vapor marks in this car for Bluetooth and things. She said, You need to pay the last hundred pounds for his son. One trip against the road on the road. My man start one bagger cussing now. Why are you fucking telling me about the money for? It ain't got to be paid for the next two days. You get on my fucking nerves, rear to tear. I said, my G, stop the car, blood. Stop the car. Take me back to my car. Your priorities are messed up. Your energy's off. I can't be rolling with you, man, with these kind of movements. Like, if you're going to come this drippy, I'd love to see it. But make sure you're patting up your youth and everything else first. Get your priorities straight. I can't be around that energy. Nice, interesting. Why? Did, did, did he walk to where he was going? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's been added to the family. I just was really proud of him just posting it up on IG, actually holding men accountable. I just think the world would be a much better place if more men did that for each other. So welcome to the family, Pound Sterling. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Is he an uncle? Is he a nephew? Is he a cousin? He's thoroughly an uncle. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> He's thoroughly, thoroughly in a room with us. All right. Thank you. All right. So now it's time for What Have You Heard? This is where we go through the news and culture that's got us talking. By the way, though, if you're listening to the show, please don't forget to add your reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. What was the other one? Samsung. And um, also leave wonderful, wonderful comments celebrating us, telling us that we're amazing because it just makes us feel very, very happy. Um, so, yeah, what have you heard for the culture and in the news? Well, I'm going to go down the co-parenting route. Co-parenting. How do we reach a resolution when you have a deep issue with the partner? Just thinking of, like, Dizzy Rascal and his ex fiance situation, because now he's got his penalisation and he did uh, a fire in his um, back garden and literally he spoke of the facts on what happened and how he felt that the judge was after him and all manner of stuff and he didn't do anything. But, you know, he's now got to stay with his... He's got to, like, back his baby mums, even though he hates his baby mums and all of this. What can we offer to Dizzy Rascal as advice? I swear the last time we spoke about Dizzy Rascal, we was also giving him advice. But any type of new advice that we can give people who are co-parenting and also like have an issue, deep issues with their partner. What do you think would be a good solution? Boy. But isn't it all, don't we always say it's communication? Isn't it? But in this in this instance, can you be communicating like find a There's an injunction out against him, isn't it? He's not allowed yeah. to go within a certain amount of feet of her for the next, I think it might is it 18 months or something like that? Yeah. So how do you compare him with it? It makes it difficult. Okay. I think mm. it will have to be if he if they're not at the point where they can communicate with each other. They have to try and have a mediator. 
whether that's an assigned mediator or whether that's someone in their families that can do that for them. Because at the end of the day, the only people that are going to be getting hurt are the children. And that's the bigger picture here. It is, it's, you know, co-parenting is not an easy thing. The other person sometimes gets on your nerves when they chat shit <laughs> and you want to bang them when they chat shit. But like, <laughs> you can't always do that. So sometimes it's better if you just don't talk to that person, if you come to an agreement that at this present time, it's not healthy for what me and you are going through. It's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for the children. I'm going to offer my mom to talk to you. If you want the kids, you can get them off my mom. That, and you know, or someone else. Mm. Or if you don't have anyone, as I said, you can get a court assigned mediator, can't you? So I think it is communication, but you have to also, both people have to want to communicate. Yeah, there's that. And you have to get to the point where you understand who's getting hurt at the end of it. Co-parenting is not easy. Any other thoughts on that? I would say it's not just the kids you're hurt. It's the people that are actually creating this energy as well. You know, I think I think it's kind of a throwaway just to kind of say it's the kids. But what I, what I would say is, I think then for any before communication, you've got to learn how to forgive each other. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, they're no longer together, innit, yeah? And, and I'm sure they both have um, legitimate good reasons, right? But for whatever the reasons are, for co-parenting, to be honest, because there's co-parenting where you're just being responsible, yeah? And even that can be bad energy, yeah? Because you're just being responsible. All right, go and pick him up from my mum's. Even that's done with bad negative energy. This is what I'm trying to say. And, and then you go and pick them up. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I think... I think forgiveness is the first thing. The, the co-parenting will be awkward and uncomfortable, even if, if you, even if you communicate and you haven't forgiven each other. And that's just possibly something that I've learned as well, which is the difference between, okay, being amicable, but, if you're, but you can't even truly be amicable if you haven't forgiven the person. True. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And for me, I would wish both of them to get to a place where forgiveness is an option first before any kind of um, relationship or co-parenting can be honest because that will impact the kids. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Even if you're doing what's responsible, if it's done without love, they'll start to feel that as well. When I feel like, as adults, yeah, if you can create a child, you should also be able to be an adult and on the other side of it and just say, look, you ain't got to forget, you know, forgetting it isn't necessarily anything to do with forgiveness, but forgiving them allows you guys both to kind of work from a more positive standpoint you know i kind of see it a little bit different i think that um i think you have to do a lot of self-work i think it's about you know kind of doing therapy and working on yourself and kind of like healing that stuff within you first of all obviously it depends what's happened but i don't think forgiveness in the traditional sense is always a given or is always an option do you know what i mean because it depends on the circumstances of the situation and it depends what level you've been hurt by it as well kind of thing so it is kind of like the it's kind of like the dumb thing but sometimes it's just not possible so you have to kind of start with you like it's just like what are you how do you want to feel on a daily basis do you know what i mean and kind of work through that um first to kind of direct yourself rather than just being fed being reactive really and truly to the situation that you're in yeah I also think sometimes people find it difficult to separate the relationship that they've had with the person and the yeah. relationship that they have with their child, you know? 
And yeah. I suppose that comes with what you're saying as well about forgiveness and self-healing. It ties into both of that because you have to recognise that one does not necessarily, just because you're not with the person who you had this child with anymore, doesn't mean that that should then affect the way that you choose to parent. You have to separate those two things. And a lot of people struggle with that. I think it's hard to think about, like, actually for what Dizzy has been through and quite a few other parents where you have to go down the court route and all that that entails, whether you're spending thousands on it or it's like a criminal prosecution, to actually come full circle round to then be an effective parent, I do actually lean way more to there has to be a real higher level of forgiveness in there. But for yourself, if you were the aggressor or whatever, and the other person that you that they took you down that path, I do think there would be quite... Um, we always speak about this. I think even that the that his partner even went through with prosecution, there's so many other people within the community that will be like, how are you doing that to the father of your children? So there's there's lots of healing that needs to take through just actually doing that step. And he's not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. How do you actually repair to trust each other that we can effectively communicate and parent and be the best parents that we can be when we've had the law within our relationship, I think it's really, it's really complicated. But there, there definitely has to be like a very high level of self-awareness that I can't say I've seen so far, but I really do hope that Dizzy steps into his power and goes forth and is like a real trooper and does the self-work so that he can be a great father and, and co-parent with, with this, the mother of his child, children, that she has two kids, and one's really small as well. I think um, after everything you, you guys said is right, but then I do go back to what Auntie Farah said about putting the kids first, because no matter what, it's gonna, it's a long journey to self-healing, especially if you've never even considered self-healing. And in the moment when you're so angry, so hurt, and as you say, like court is the ultimate betrayal, isn't it? You know, even if you deserve it, it's seen as an ultimate betrayal. So that level there's so much going on in the mo moment you're not getting over that you're not forgiving in a week or a day i mean some people might but you're true no, yeah, absolutely. it's like it's a hard it's a lot of emotions to sort out and all the while you're trying to figure that out the child is there so there has to be something that anchors you anchors the parents to the to the to the be present like no matter what and it is you i get it um in that whole dropping the kid off into right here, take the kid and do it. And there's all that energy and when you're dropping off a child and all that type of interactions, negative. And even your mediators, if you haven't got the means to get someone external and you're trying to find a family member that's not biased, all that stuff, there's so much going on. So I just think the child has to be the central focus. If that's your calming stone, that's your child. Remember the child in the mix of all of this. That's the person that you anchor onto to remember that no matter what, because that's easier. Because people always say, it's about my kids, I love my kids. But... A lot of them are not honest because if it's about your kids, you would do so much. You just, I know I sacrifice a lot for the sake of not having my child see a lot of things. And I swallowed a lot. But the, the, what kept me sane from reacting in how other people might say, if I was you, I'd be like this. And if I was you, I'd be doing this. It's like, because I remember what I went through. What I don't want my child to go through is what is go, is, kept me moving forward and doing things that others might have said, no, nah, I would never have that. But... For my, for the sake of my child, that's what kept me slightly on path of like, I'm not gonna, I mean, it might've been to my detriment, but in the moment, that's all I had to, that, that helped me focus. So I think that's where I'm at on that. 
Okay, Auntie Shade, what are you going to talk about? Are you going news or culture? Um, I'm going to go culture. I don't know if you guys have seen the show on YouTube <laughs> called Full Disclosure. It's um, quite a spicy show. <laughs> it's quite a spicy show, but it deals with um, really, really difficult issues. Issues that are really tough to talk about within our community in a very raw and upfront way, right? Um, and that's what I guess I like about it. And the last episode that I watched, although I need to catch up today, was about um, two influencers. One, you know, my fave, Lani Good, and um, also another influencer Esther. And I think they both were members on uh, another show run by the same production company um, called Backchat. Now, um, they basically had like a sit down and uh, talked about um, a guy that they dated. They both dated and the times like overlapped. Um, and it was quite a disturbing conversation, right? So it turned out that the guy that they both dated was abusive to both of them in, in, in different ways. One of them had like physical abuse and the other one had like more like mental abuse and everything like that. And it was just really difficult. And now this guy, you know, he is an influencer himself. He was named, um, so it's out there. His name is Mark Cuban. And um, according to the show, what was said in the show, there have been a few girls that have said similar things that they've experienced similar things um, uh, with him. Now, Esther, who was actually dating him at the time, and I think this was back in 2019, um, she said, you know, when she was ready to talk about it, like she went through like a very difficult time. And then, you know, I think she like bought him a car. She, um, what do you call it? I think she, like he moved into her house and everything yeah. like that. Bear in mind, she's got a, a young daughter as well, kind of thing. And like, um, she um, basically spoke to some of, you know, her peers, like Castillo and uh, I think another guy as well, and told them about it. And they kind of like locked him off and stopped working with him. And I thought that was really interesting because you don't see that a lot in our community. So I just wondered, like, had you seen it? What are your thoughts? Do you think um, in this kind of, you know, sea of cancel culture, what what do you think, how should we as a community deal with someone like Mark Cuban? Ooh, ooh. Big question there. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, do we have a, apart from, what, what are the headline things that he did when it comes to abuse? Physical um mental a lot of kind of like um derogatory talk um uh mm. that sort of thing um sleeping with multiple girls uh, financial abuse as well so this is a thing as well it's interesting as you know as we get older we see like different trends of what like or different labels on things you know mm. do you know what i mean you wouldn't like think back in our day you wouldn't even think like if you're buying stuff for a guy and he's manipulating you they're like it's physical abuse but that's what it's it's kind of called nowadays so yeah just yeah that sort of thing but it wasn't i think esther maybe went through this for about a year but there was other girls that he was doing sorts of things to and i think there's a part two tonight so i think the plot I think he may be sharing people's nudes and things like that as well. Yeah. What does he do? And what does he do? Allegedly. 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 
in the bubbles allegedly. What and 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 his and his 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 role in the community is what? He, he, he's an influencer as well. He's been on Black Chat and a few of these other shows. So he's he like a PT by profession. Say it again. Is he a PT? I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know. I know that he's he's a he's a buff dude, plenty muscles, and is quite popular. Um, for me, what stood out was how they were describing the abuse. I actually thought that was that was really interesting, and I hope like lots of young girls that were listening were actually taking in the steps that he used. Like, so there's the talking about other people, like like slagging them off. So you're kind of he goes in straight with trauma bonding, like girls that you probably don't really like. He's like, yeah, they don't like you too. Isolation, being very close to you in proximity. So. After a while, as Esther described it, it's like it's not like I've asked him to move in, but he's moved in. And I have a few friends that that's happened to. They haven't said, come and live with me, but the person never left. So it's like, before you know it, you've got a man in your house and he has all of the stuff. And then you're kind of like, you're given a key because he may be locked up. And then before you know it, he's living with you. And it was just how she described it. I was like, yeah, that's like, people need to think about that. That is definitely an abusive trait. And uh, talking about other people, and then also, you know, borrowing money, or you being obligated to buy them things that you don't actually have the financial means for, and then when the payment comes in, that Lani Good has gone through, then the person seems to like move on or disappear, or you're left with bills. Like I thought that was quite, that was a good thing that they were talking about it, but I really want to see the community. Of, of black men hold him to task uh, yeah I think I don't know um, I'm going to draw you out Uncle Kojo if you feel that black men do enough in the community to hail out hold accountable other black men that are seen to be doing problematic things accountability see accountability to men is pulling somebody aside and talking to them Accountability to women sounds like you don't want us to do everything publicly. But you have to understand that men, our, our, our thing is is about making your, um, it's like, like what, um, what's his name? Uh, Pound Sterling done, right? Like, yeah. like, 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 that was a moment that he actually physically done in person with that, with that guy. Him telling us the story, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, for me, for me, it's like, you've done what you've done. Why did we need to know that? Why did we need to know that? If, you, if you've spoken to him, come online if you, if you feel like that's where you want to talk to him, for me. But if you've spoken to him, well, I don't, we, none of us know who this guy is. None of no. us know who he is. We don't even know if the story is real. <laughs> no, 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 let's just have it right, right? So my point is, if you, for me, if I've, if I've given a homeless person some money, do I need to come online and go, hey guys, I've just given this home? Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you, for me, you've done what you've done, right? And um, in, in this scenario, um, I feel like I feel like there's there's lines that I think you know that can't be crossed, yeah. And there's level of too many lines in this one for me that that's just been crossed. Physical abuse, mental abuse, calling her ugly and all the other stuff, isolating her as well, which is a very very big thing. Yeah, people isolating you so that the people you know you got you've got no support system. Do you mm. know what I mean? That like, like, those those people are for me are some of the worst people that you, 
you can think that, that, that those are the things that you draw for someone out publicly for me like it has to be public information because if you don't you are also part of harming other people that aren't aware of this man mm. I think that's I think that's exactly what it is. It's not. I don't. I think it's less about women wanting just like a public hung, drawn, and quartered for like just for you know that social attention, the drama. It's more the fact that it's so rare, which is why there was such a big furor around Will Smith slapping on de, be, be, in defense of his wife, where some people react like, "Oh my God, we don't often get that in our community," where someone's actually showing that type of. I mean, you know, we won't go into that. But however, it's more about. It seems so co-signed to have multiple women, to be controlling, to be this in our music, in our culture, unfortunately, in the things, the loudest thing, parts of our culture, not everything, not claiming all of it, but in the loudest parts of our culture, it's those type of things that men do that it's, it's, it is that pull aside, oh, I, I told man behind the scenes, but then the, the behavior never changes. The behavior never changes and it continues, the cycle repeats, the cycle repeats. So sometimes it is just like, for once you're like your friends, why is there no, no, maybe not friends, but just people just say, no, we denounce this behavior because this, that, and the other, and doing, having public conversations about it more, and whether it's on their podcasts, on their platforms, less of just talking nonsense, but it's like, these are the situations that are happening to us as men. This is what we need to do. Because the minute a man, you know, like Sideman went through a lot, speaking on behalf of women, he gets called a simp, he gets, and all that type of stuff. And it just, then they get undermined and said that, you know. I think, just, I think though, you know, as men, what we consider is if we do something publicly, yeah, we got to be we we have to calculate every possible response. I do don't think that's just a man thing, though. No, no, it, it's not just a man thing. But I'm I'm saying to you, primarily, we don't do too much talking. Yeah, we don't, that's not our thing. Hands get thrown real quick. Yeah, women are surprised when they get hit. Men ain't surprised because. It, 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 it's part of our process. So if I'm drawing someone out publicly, I've got to now be prepared for, for him to physically come in. Okay, I understand that. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so when people are saying about accountability, it's not men. That's what I'm saying to you. It's how men are, um, how, it's how we do it. If, I this, think... whole, if this whole public public thing is, is what people can see is, okay, well, it's good to see that this is what men are doing with each other. That's fair enough. But, but 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 whoever does that has to now be prepared that man's gonna come see you in any in any sort of facet any so I, I look great coming publicly and be like yeah 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 but none of you are gonna be around when my man comes to buck me and it's not even about being afraid is 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 this something that needs to be going? Mm. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Like, I didn't, I, I suppose I didn't think of it like that. I think for me, because this person is a public figure and they're going around doing things and it's commonly known what they're doing, I think him being held accountable publicly is letting people know publicly that your public behaviour is not accepted. So I, I totally understand what, you, what you've just said about why you've got to think in those ways because it could lead to something violent and mm. do you want to go there in this day and age and at this stage of your life? I totally get all of that. I hadn't actually thought of it that way before, yeah. but I, I literally, uh, for, for me, why women often say that person should be held accountable is because they're not. And if they're just told something on the side to the public, it looks like that behaviour that they've been de demonstrating is acceptable. Mm. And it is an acceptable. The sad part though is there's people that are responsible for things like this called the fucking police, right? Or, or, or the government and stuff like that. But, but, now, but now, 
we we we've been told as men to police these situations, right? And and the thing is, I'm telling you, you know, there's loads of men that think various things, of course. But we all understand with our conversation that if we go and do X, if we go and do X, Y, and Z, be pros, be prepared, yeah, for all possible outcomes. There's 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 people out here that don't do too much talking, yeah. And then now, because people want me to publicly come out and say, you know, denounce this guy or whatever, I've now got to put my family at risk. I've now got to put all this up. There's things that are going through it. So I think as men, before we make any move, we, we size up the whole situation. And one of the things that we think about is, you know, a reaction to what I've said. It's part of our process. So, so I I think, I think I do think that does work both ways. I think like maybe mm, I, I I think it depends where you're from, right? Do you know what I mean? Like from what I know from Esther, she's got a little bit of a road background, so people could come for her easily. Do you know what I mean? Like violence um, against women on women is very very real um, as well, kind of thing. I just think that you know what what he has been by not being publicly held accountable for his behavior he's been able to hide in plain sight so he's been able to continue to um operate and actually because this is what it's alleged is that he particularly targets inf influencer type girls anyway so he's been allowed to stay in those spaces we have that kind of access because he hasn't been called out. Now, there's a clip that's on social at the moment of him essentially threatening yep. <laughs> another girl on, a, on another show, basically. And he wasn't, and everybody done nothing. Yeah. No one. And that is a, a actual visual example of what tends to happen, that you see something or something happens, and then because everybody is thinking about either themselves and I don't mean to, I'm not trying to point fingers or anything like that but you protect self first that's what people mentally do and yeah. then and then they don't know how to react in a situation so they do nothing so then what happens is that person just gets validated in his behavior because he isn't challenged and then continues the cycle again and again and more people get hurt in the process that's what tends to happen so it's just like I don't know if it's necessarily the complete solution but I definitely like take you know part of what you're saying auntie far, far is that if you're in the public eye then you need to be dealt with in a public manner do you know what i mean i think that that's that 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 works for me yeah. that tracks for me for sure i was gonna I, say I, that go on auntie go on Anna, you haven't spoken no i was gonna say i i lean that way as well that i think the the public nature that he faces and the women that he has been abusing he needs a public outing I absolutely hadn't thought of it like um, Uncle Kojo had said as well. That's a very valid point. But right. then also to Pound Sterling actually talking about how he actually dealt with somebody being rude to the, the mother of their child. I appreciate that because that sets the tone for younger guys to be like, actually, we don't stand for this. I think when an older, when, when, a, when an elder says something, when an older actually is like, we don't go for this. They set tones and you kind of need more people. It, it doesn't have to be actually like current or naming folks. I think to just say how I deal with things around me is this is how you conduct yourself. I appreciate that. And I do get the, yeah, there is a real threat of violence. I get it. I forever have this being told to me 
from my husband when I want to fly into a couple having a fight because I'm like, we got to protect the woman. He is like, you flying off to go and protect this woman. Who's the big black guy that now has to go and fight everybody? Like, yeah. And it's that thing of, I don't think about it at the time. And I have been warned about this numerous times, but there's something in me that's the injustice. I want to fight, but I get it. It's very different for a man because then all attention goes on to you and then you have to be, be the big bad fighter and, you know, all of the shit that comes with that. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, I definitely get I hadn't even thought of it like that as well, honestly. Um, but what what also could happen if the per, if, if it's not a public calling out, it could be remove that person from a situation. Yes. He shouldn't be on back chat again. He shouldn't be getting work. He shouldn't be because that is a, a silent cosign. If man, this story comes out and then the next day he's with he's at you know, all the events that we, you know, that we frequent. He's on guest list here, guest list there. Then he's rolling with so-and-so artist, so-and-so actor, da 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 and still in the community out there. That's a public, that's co-signing his behaviour. So what needs to happen is that he's removed from these lists and then explain that. And if, I think remove the kind of embarrassment because we understand when people are embarrassed, anything can happen. That's that's the biggest thing. Pride and ego getting damaged is over for some people. But so then what it is removing from the from the community, removing from those places, affect his bag in a in a certain way so that is understandable. You can't get away with this and we're not going to align with I think that's what maybe need that's an alternative way to do it. Remove it, it, it but at this point it is it, it is an allegation, isn't it? Yeah, and this is a wider conversation, not just about this guy, because it is allegedly at this point. It is allegedly, it definitely is allegedly, but um, even Esther said something in that, um, on the show, you know, if you have tens of people saying something, there's something there. And I'm not saying that that is the law and, you know, you shouldn't, things shouldn't be investigated and looked at, but if you've got tens of people, and I said this about some other dodgy characters. No, there we go. <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got tens of people saying the same thing and they don't personally have a connection, but their stories are the same, it's you've generally. got to kind of think there's some truth in that. I mean, can I just add as well, like just like the police point as well, it's just like often, especially black women are not heard by the police. No yeah. action is taken. We're not treated the same. There's like this um new um law that they're trying to get in. Valerie's law. Yeah, that's it, kind yeah. of thing, to make sure that black women are treated and believed when they say that something has happened and action is taken. And that is and that is the unfortunate situation that we're in. And it's just like, you know, when Esther was speaking, she talks about her culture being Nigerian and, like, you know, the culture is that you don't say what's, you know, you don't air your public laundry and you should just be grateful that you've got a man there anyway, do you know what I mean? And just take it, how bad is it going to be, you know? And it took her, she had to go through her own personal healing and I, I doubt she's finished, to be honest, because when you go through these things, it's a lifelong thing usually, you know? And she had to make the decision to kind of like, you know, talk talk about it. And then once she did, then she starts finding about how many other women that were affected by the same person. So, you know, it's just usually in these kind of things, there's often a pattern of behaviour. And what I would mm. like is for if that pattern of that pattern is spotted earlier, then it can be intercepted and, do you know what I mean, redirected into something else. Yeah. Can we, um, let's get the comments. Hi, everybody. I will start with me. 
who says, Kojo makes a valid point, are the possible repercussions for men when holding other men accountable publicly? Uh, Sid is saying, oh, this live is live. Yes, we are live today. <laughs> a little while, but yes, we've gone back. Um, Antoinette says, interestingly, it's mostly women who expose these dudes and their reckless behaviour. How come their guy friends don't ever call them out or claim they never knew about their behaviour? interesting and Iola says that's a good point Auntie Farah but on the other hand unfortunately most people are sheep and follow gossip and take for gospel the first thing they see here and that's how rumours and propaganda is shared by sheep it's a difficult one it sure is we no doubt we'll be talking about this further um so Auntie AK what have I heard well we've all heard it okay and I don't even want to stick on that bit of it what we've heard Will Smith and Jada Slapgate but the news came out last week that Will Smith is going to be banned for the Oscars from the Oscars for 10 years and Jada for three and you can have your opinion whatever the case would you think it's Jada's banned as well I did not know that what I read is Jada got, got three years banned why okay. Jada. Well, Jada was just sitting there let me finish. Let me land. Anyway, so the first thing, apart from everything, the reaction about it, whether it was harsh or not, the first thing I thought about was my ego. That after 10 years, I'm not going back ever. But what would she do? Because I'm like, you what you banned me for 10 years. I, I, I think my ego got in the way, like the shame of turning up after 10 years. And then, okay, I'm allowed to come now. And a part of me will be like, I'm not good again. So what would you do? Would you go back after 10 years or not? It depends if he's still working, you know? I feel like this is something that will never, ever, ever, ever be forgotten. That moment probably is bigger than anything he's done in his career, sadly. Like, mm -hmm. now, now, when you think of Will Smith, you naturally think, so many beautiful things this man's given us. But the fact remains, I now think about the slap first. This is never going away. I feel like people will definitely not be as angry. Do you see what I'm trying to say? They don't be as angry anymore, to be honest, right? But the moment he comes back, it's gonna go up again. The moment he comes back. So 10 years, 20 years, I feel like, you know, for me, I'll, I'll be done. I'll be done. I'll be done with it. You want to go back to the Oscars? No, nah, because for me, he's not small fries. He's big. He's big will. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like, for me, I, don't, I, I, listen, I won the best actor. Now, if they take him that, for me, I would have took that away from him. Oh, really? That's the punishment I would have given, yeah. I would have taken that back from him because the message you should send to people is, is like about professionalism, right? It's about professionalism. Banning him for 10 years ain't no real punishment for me. Yeah? Because he might, he might, who says he was coming back after that anyway? <laughs> if I pump somebody in their throat, if they're going to go back to their yard in 10 years, <laughs> saying, well, go on. No. So for me, I don't really feel like that's the main, the main punishment. I think ultimately, I would have taken the, the thing, but, but they said 10 years, I, I don't think he cares. I, I, me personally, I probably wouldn't go back. Unless I've done some movie that's groundbreaking and I'm, I'm nominated. You, you know what? I wouldn't go back unless I'm nominated. That's what I'd say. Okay. Anyone else? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going back. No way. I'm going to I'm gonna do my own thing. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna turn everyone against the Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't continue. Um, 
No, I just don't think there's there's no point. I do think he will probably. I don't think it's gonna tarnish him too much. I just think it's really fresh right now. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I can't wait. What I can't wait for is the moment when Chris Rock is on stage and he brings out Will Smith and they reconcile. Now that is gonna be the moment. And we're all gonna remember where we were when we saw the uh, slap in the first place. And it's all gonna be like this big, like full 360 moment. I think that's 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 what's gonna happen. But yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any need for him to come back. I think it's harsh for Jada to be banned. Um, unless she I can't does. see anything with that though. Your mute. Where's, okay. my, where's my link? I had a link. You tell us sure. Jada got banned as well. Like that, she's just sat there. That's like. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I swear to God, I read this. Yeah, you just read up. Did you wish? You, 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 you saw somebody tweeted me. Made that up. <laughs> I might be doing a bit of um, sensationalism, but I swear down, no, I saw it. It's not sensationalism. She got it on WhatsApp. I got it from the auntie's WhatsApp group. Don't shoot me. Allow me. Anyway. Whatever. Let's just type. We we got we get we get we get we get clicks. Go on, would you go? Would you go to the Oscars? No, do you know I, what? I'd go, yeah. This is what back. I would do. Because like, like we all said, by then, him and him and Chris would have made up, yeah? We're talking in 10 years' time. Yep. <laughs> but I would go. <laughs> and I'd do it again. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd do it again. <laughs> what you going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> no, he oh, should. Wait, 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 in ten years, and let Chris get his own back. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Look at you, not violent. Look at you, like you're not so violent, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I just need the other cheek. That's what it needs. Yeah, to get the other cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did you see that his like Chris Rock's younger brother was like he Tony was delivering a match with Will. Yeah. yeah. Would you watch? Yeah. Yes, definitely. No, I, I would definitely watch them two rocking it out. But I think, I think Tony Rock is going to is like he will match up Will. Will is it's it's <laughs> one thing to Chris. No, he look. Will isn't that guy really. He's just he's, he's see because I just kid. think Ali. He must have learned some tricks. Mm, no, 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 Tony, Tony Rock ain't doing that. Yeah. No, no, Tony it's... can rock him. You think he's talking? I know Tony Rock. He ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. Imagine, <laughs> imagine he gets in there and he you gets know, knocked it's as well. Profession, <laughs> you imagine, imagine he gets in there and gets knocked. That's, that, that, you got to change your name. You can't, your name can't be Rock anymore. Yeah. You're like, yeah. There's a few rocks. Yeah. Only got rocks. Nah. There's more than three of them. Three on Will. They could do him. Three on Will. Will will come out winning. My sibling. If we need three of us. Will picked up a few things, you know, in this time. And Will's not... listen. Well, he's from West Philly. And he's from Philly. All right. the things. Yeah, that's the part people, that's the part of the lyrics people forgot about, yeah? <laughs> yeah. No, and no, Angela, no. would you go to the Oscars, man? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going. But I, you know, I firmly do believe that Will has a plan with this slap. I don't think it was out of aggression. I think there's a plan. I think the 10 years, like, he knows that the world is changing. And he is going to set up 
the next big thing. The Oscars have had over a hundred years reigning, like with handing out these flipping gold statues that are basically based on ancient Egyptian kings. So literally, he's going to come with his next thing. He's going to switch it all around, and he is going to start the new thing. I don't know what it's called, but but that Smith family, they're going to change it in this ten years. We're going to be like, by the time he's, what's he going to be, 62 or something? It's going to be like, remember when he slapped somebody at that award show? Because the next thing he's going to do is going to be so big. We're not he's going to have that helmet, some headgear. We're not even going to be talking about Oscars anymore. He's going to take over. Like, this is a move. I'm telling you, he's going to But come. do you remember when him and Jada, well, it was mostly Jada, when he didn't get nominated for something? I can't remember what it was that he it did. It was the Oscars. No, it was, no, I know, but what film? I can't remember what film. Oh, it was called Concussion. That and, was and it. Passion. Can it I just make accent? Accent? Oh, okay. it? It was accent. Accent. But she. <laughs> no, it wasn't concussion. That's funny. It was concussion. It was concussion. Was it concussion? No, yeah, but she's saying because he hit him. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's Come right. On. It's great. <laughs> Mm, yeah, do you remember how I've ever read in my life, and even like the audio version, his storytelling second to none. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a must read. It's a must read. Sometimes people kind of look at the person and say, "Do I care about the life?" But I, I've learned, especially from reading Charlemagne's book, is yeah. start reading about people you don't really care about because that's mm -hmm. where you gain knowledge and that's where you learn. If you read a book about Tupac, you, you, you know 90% of it already, do you know what I mean? Yeah, right? yeah. But people that you admire, invest in them, because invest in their journey, because that's where, that's where the gems are. But this guy, you know, if you've read the book, that slap to Chris Rock looks completely different. Mm, yeah. You saw it okay. coming. You saw it coming. If you read the book, you see that slap coming. It just, so it wasn't even about Chris Rock. It, yeah. That was for the everything that this man has ever had to carry that yeah. industry's put on him. And, and, and as I said to somebody before, he is what you get, and the action is what you get when you are always the bigger person. Mm. This is one Listen, thing that I said that that's a build up from a lot of other stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just about the joke. I did. They've been on him for a little while now. Yeah. So, and it's true. So exactly. Yeah. I, my ego is still up at the moment. I say I wouldn't go, but possibly it'll be if um, the nomination was key and it's a business move, I'll be there. But I don't know. I, he's sixty-two, you know, ten yeah, years, sixty-two, picking pension almost or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, let's get the comments. Okay, I'll just do a couple of these because they're quite a few. Um, Victoria says, "Has Will Smith been to the Oscars in the past ten years? Given his ratio of making Oscar-worthy movies, he'll be good because it might be eleven years until another decent film." Oh, Victoria! Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was happy to see that coming. <laughs> Nee says, uh, "Me go back to the Oscars. You did craze. Yes." Um, uh, Antoinette says, "If I was Will, I would turn. I would turn up next year just to heckle people on the red carpet." <laughs> 
I can't go in, but I can shout nonsense from the side and then I'll not go back anyways. It's just another award ceremony. And I only say it, so if I had the Swift, um, Smiths money and power, I'll never go back and I would start my own Oscars. Um, Buckham, Slapgate was the most exciting thing ever to happen from the event and goes on to say, to be fair, I often, it, I'm sorry, to be fair, I'm more, more often than not, there's a woman pulling strings or influencing some men behind the scenes. In this case, it's Jada. She's highly manipulative and has mocked and dragged Will to the point he had to do something by force. Shouldn't have slapped, um, slapped, slapped her hmm? after that recent video. slapped her after that recent video. Shouldn't have slapped her. It should have slapped her. Oh, sorry. Should have slapped her after that recent video she posted. <laughs> if it's genuine, uh, hashtag it's all a show. So, oh, yes, I got it now. Um, and then uh, Ronald says, hopefully, 10 years from now, nobody will give a damn about either the Pinkett <laughs> Smiths. No, we're still going to care. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. <laughs> but that's a you know what, actually, what Iola said isn't controversial. I've seen that rhetoric way more than we have discussed on here because most people I found are way more like Jada is a witch and we haven't really been like she is the master manipulator. No, so, I've, I think we've talked about that before. Have we spoken about Jada being Yeah, no, we have, we have. We have spoken about that. Yeah. We have. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, the Smiths. Like, we haven't been on Jada. No, we've, we've, we've spoken. Because the thing is, I don't know how you lot feel, but I just feel like this is this, this blame the woman type bullshit. Yeah. You know, like they keep regurgitating shit that she said ages ago. She has spoken about the fact that when she was pregnant, that's when they got married. And she didn't want to get married then because she was going through some shit. She's spoken about that. That's not new news. Yeah. Why is pulling it out like she said, I never wanted to marry you anyway? That's not what she said. No, what... manipulating her words. That's what's but being the thing is, but, she but the thing is, it's like, it must be freaking hard because even if you're, if you, if you reverse the roles, you're a woman and every chance your man's speaking, he's talking about he didn't really want to get married. He likes someone else. He, do you know what I mean? He had a bad time. That was, he had a, he had a break from his relationship because he just wanted to be happy. Fucking hell, man. I seriously. It is a lot. I also don't believe that Will's been totally innocent in this whole thing. No, no, no. I don't think so. But she's publicly saying these things. Like, he's not saying those things publicly. Do you know what I mean? That's a lot to say. Will is good because me? No. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I think it was on one of the one of the shades, whether it's the borough or the room, um, they took her, they took that point where he was talking about the party that he did for her birthday, yeah. and saying that she, um, she's a witch for that. And I was like, but the context was, if you watch the whole red table talk, and to be fair, I don't know how many times Jada's talked about it, but it was for me only on that red table talk that she's literally gone into the detail about the the relationship. It was that one red table talk that's been. A re remix a thousand times, but, but, that, was, but that particular that, no, no, I understand. I'm just saying it was, but it was one conversation. So, um, what That's was what was um, out, what was taken out of context was the fact that the, the party, and it's like she already said she was going through depression, she was going through issues in a relationship at that moment. So it wasn't that she just said, 
Will, I don't, I'm not grateful for this, um, for this party. She'd already said to him, don't do it. And when she said, this is your ego talking, Will accepted the fact that this was my ego. I was not listening to my woman. But yet all the comments were like, Jada, Jada's this and Jada and Jada, Jada, Jada. I'm like, but the woman literally said, and that's real relationship shit. When someone's not listening to you and all they want to do is prove that they're the big person, whether it's the man or the woman, and they're not listening. Yeah, to but like, if you want. balance that with like being on the red carpet with your toy boy, do you know what I mean? Like, people like, yeah, are yeah. And They're also, and also, but the seed, you know, the seed to all of that, the seed to all of that, yeah, is mm. this man has been chasing a, a woman he's married to because the ghost of Tupac is has been over this whole thing. For, oh, 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 so I don't think it's that. It is. Listen, what I'm saying to you. Listen, when you read the book, he, read the book. he has always tried to get her. Even marrying the woman hasn't felt like his. That's not on That's not on Jada. No, 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 no. It's, 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 because this is what we're doing. It's, that's the same as if a guy said, well, choose better men. No, the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, if somebody's doing something to you, this woman understands she's in control of this. She's always known she's in control of it, yeah? So it's like, it's, it's for example, if I'm dating a woman that, that you don't know likes me, yeah? And I know I don't like this woman, but I'm, I'm not leaving her alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stay there, but I know what she wants for me is a relationship, but I'm just messing around with this girl. You're not gonna be like, look, you yeah. do, you yeah, take really the decision really. and leave her alone because she's clearly not gonna do it herself. And I'm saying yeah. the seed, to him always feeling like he says he never felt good enough compared to two, but he says it. Even how, even how, oh my God. Read the book. <laughs> we'll read the book. We'll read the book. That's a very strong advocate. Yeah, I wanna, yeah, I wanna read the book now, definitely. We'll I, I, I think that, I feel, I feel for Jada. Cause I think actually, if you really don't, if you just want the person to be themselves, and you can see they're always putting on an act, but she may actually really love Will. Yeah, and you yeah. just know he's always being like, I'm not good enough. It may not be like it's her, she just wants the best for him. And at the same time knows that his ego gets in the way of that. I don't think mm -hmm. she's like some kind of witch. I actually really feel like she really loves him. And she yeah. wants him to step into his power but he's always chasing what he thinks other people want for him. Like he's send that to you. And when your daughter's writing, let us do a deadline. I think she loves I think she loves her. That's what I think. But she should do. No, she should. No, not in that sense. No, no, come she on. Should. She should love herself, but that course. is self-love. Self-love. <laughs> oh, Boy. All right, guys. All right, we must move on. But just wanted to shout out to um, Ketanji Brown Jackson. Uh, and um, what else did we have oh, on the, the list? The, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Justice, is that her name? The first Black, right? First Black? Yeah. No, yeah. no, I don't, is she the first Black? Actually, yeah. I think she is. Yeah. The first Black female yeah. that's yeah. like overqualified. Yeah, and sat and endured the grilling of her life. We had, um, we might do this next week. Chloe Kardashian called out for holding her child too much. Um, that's something that people go through. Kevin Samuels, our favorite um, relationship advice guru, um, had a really interesting take on why men shouldn't get with women who have children. 
and it would link that what, conversation. What did, he say? What? what did he say now? No, we oh, have to do one. Yeah, no, we've we got, got, we got to discuss him now. No, I we have to, have to say. What did he do now? I just left it as a teaser, honestly. No, um, what, what, why should... No, what did he actually say? Do you know? No, yeah, yeah, no. Basically, yeah. He, there well, was a conversation, about, a conversation that, he, that he was having. And to be fair, because I didn't want to give the thing ratings, I was trying not to... I, I wanted to research it, but I didn't want to give the, the clip ratings because I just can't. Okay. However, oh, the paraphrasing and what Twitter gave me was okay. that Kevin Samuel was in a conversation with a woman, as he does on his show, and the conversation was around why men potentially shouldn't get with women who have kids, especially girl children, because of the risk of being accused of sexual abuse and things like that. And his comment that people are saying was taken out of context, but no one can find the context, was that he was saying that children tend to lie. So why, and you should believe the man first over the child, because children tend to lie in those cases. Now, let me be clear. I have not watched the whole thing. So, and there were lots of people responding, saying, it was taken out of context, but lots of people who had watched it and the people who had watched it said where there was no need for context. What he said, what he said, he said, there's no context that can explain away what he said. Others were saying, get the context. But there were more people saying, we watched the whole thing. There is no context to give in that what he was saying. But, um, Hojo, <laughs> do you watch Kevin Samuel? Yeah. Is he your, is he your hero? What, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to go in I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> do, do you, yeah. No, it's a fair question. No, no, yeah, I, no I'm, I agree with a lot of things that he says. But it's, but it's, I'm sorry. you know, not everything he says, you know, I don't care about delivery and all that. You know what I mean? If somebody throws the winning lottery numbers in my face, I'm not going to say, why are you at me? I'm, I'm going to say, thank you very much. So people, you know, people with the delivery things is whatever. But for me, it's more, I don't believe everything. I think sometimes he can be harsh. I think sometimes there's no need. I, I've I've also learned the difference between um, telling the truth, right, and and it's and and the, and the truth isn't always important. I think I think it's about reading the room at times when to be um, when to be honest. You know, just telling somebody the truth for me. You know, especially in our culture, we, we think that's keeping it 100. Do you see what I'm trying to say? But I feel like if you're if you're telling the truth and it's and it's um, and there's malice towards it with intent, yeah, yeah. I, I I I don't agree with that. But I, but you know, but some people also need to get grow thicker skin because if life was a person, we'd be dragging life, we'd be in the life's comments cussing life out. But you can't do that. So you you, you learn to just deal with it because in 2022, if life was had a profile on Instagram, I don't think we'd be commenting on any other profile. Like, we'd be giving life everything, but you got to deal with it. Do you know what I mean? So for me, if, if it's not for you, don't don't listen to it. It's something that you don't have to subscribe to. We must have you back. Absolutely. I totally agree with that statement. And I really wish that you didn't, to be honest. But, um, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel like we need a whole discussion. Yeah. What do, what, do, what do people like yourself get from Kevin Sanders? Yeah, like, uh, I am like, oh, no, but you know what it is? going down that rabbit hole with you. Like, no, but like, you know what it is? You have to remember this, yeah, is, and this, this is the whole point. It's not, for, for us, we're not, we're not digesting it how you are. Remember, that yeah. channel is for men. It's not for women. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's not it's not for women. It's for men. 
it's, so why it's is it that women that's I mean, always on there because 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 listen because it's for us it's for us there's listen the fact of the matter is we've come from we want men to speak more uh-huh. to but we want you to talk like this and all i believe is happening all i believe that's happening is the first stages of men talking so it will sound aggressive it will sound very uncomfortable it will sound kind of um, attacking at times but for me especially during the pandemic myself included a whole bunch of other guys that i know even with these podcasts that men are doing you're hearing men talk a lot more than than you ever have before and and we're trying to police that now we're policing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. There is no wrong and right. I'm just saying to you, yeah? I'm just saying yeah. to you, yeah? The first instance, you lot don't like how men are speaking, it's become, shut him up. What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. No, it's not the first instance. It's not the first instance. And a lot it of people- It is. No, but hold on, hold on. You're not a man. No, no, no. You're not a man. No, it doesn't. I don't have to be a man. I don't have to be a man. I have- brothers, I have nephews, I have cousins and stuff like, do you know what I mean? So there are, you know- What does that mean? What does that mean? It doesn't just take men to raise men. We live in a multi, we live in a two sex society. Do you know what I mean? You have different influences on your personality. You can't just be immersed in one gender. That just doesn't make any sense because then how are you going to learn how to operate with the opposite sex? It just doesn't make sense. You name name to- another man that, yeah. that- that speaks on men's behalf that men respect. Name another one. Uh, I think, I think, no, 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 no. Can we answer the question? No, can I just say that I think that that respect that he gets is performing to the lowest common denominator that, that speaks to a voice inside men who are scared to be um pushed out of society and to be silenced that's what it is and the thing is that men are screaming at the moment because they're being constantly challenged on their really backwards opinions but, but Shade, do, do, do you know the real impact the real impact if a man was saying what you said see you see you saying it yeah but yeah but kevin kevin samuels isn't saying this He's no, no, no. I'm talking about really? Kevin Samuels is throwing the rhetoric out there. I'm talking He's about men. If men, if men felt how you feel, then that would actually be a bit more okay, right? Yeah, but but this this isn't this isn't about you know, like I said, can can you not answer the question? Name name another man that speaks on men's behalf, right? Whether you think it's right or wrong, because listen, the, the issue ain't him, the issue is why are men listening to him? Yes, yeah, yeah. I get so, I get so let's get it right. He's just a man, he's a regular guy. But why are why are millions of men connecting to this? That's what you lot gotta really understand. Because these men are who you're not gonna marry. They want to reinforce their, their, their ideology. They want to hold on to their power, they don't want to share it. And Kevin Samuels plays he plays to that, and so that's why. So okay, but Charlie, Charlie, I'm I'm saying the point I'm making is this. The point I'm making is this because I don't think you lot wanna I don't want to defend him. Can you not please just answer my question? Name another person that I men in large numbers benefit, respect. I, I don't know how to by, by saying that. Can you that, just answer the question? It doesn't. I it doesn't make him great because he has a bet. I never said he's great. Can somebody answer the question? I'm just saying. Like, it just doesn't. That doesn't. 
Shade, can you answer my question? I have a person who I can go on, go on, Nana. So I think in recent times, Charlemagne the God, Charlemagne, yeah, and I would say um, Bishop T.G. Jakes. Yeah, I would say those two men when they speak, I probably see it shared by men more. Now Charlemagne has had a problematic past as well, and now he definitely is firmly moving into being way more about mental health and being a proper mental health advocate. And a lot of what he talks about when he's speaking to men directly, to me, it's like a reformed criminal. So I think more men will listen to him because he is like, I did used to think like that and I go this way. I think that he, he is probably- He doesn't have the impact that you think he's having. He doesn't. He doesn't have the impact. Does, just as, as Kevin Samuel. But I do that. agree with Sade that the reason why Kevin Samuel has the impact that he does is because he's like the last bastion of, of masculinity. Old school. And that what people, what men want to hold on to and where they're questioning when you can, you, you're now going to always be questioned by a woman. Lots of men are not up for it. Yeah. And it's like, though, it, but we all have to go through these tides and changes. It's how it goes. It's chaos. So you've had a run and now it's on the decline and you want to stay in the up. But you're, it's not. It's things are changing. So think- actually it would be better place to listen to somebody that is really about equity, not equality, because we can't be equal, but equity. You have your space. I have my space. And we equally respect each other. That would be a smoother transition. But at this moment, we are going to have the rough road of people listening to Kevin Samuel. But I I do think it doesn't help men. It's not actually helping anybody's mental health. I think all it's going to do is make you really frustrated. You're going to find a limited pool of women who subscribe to the man being the head of the household. There's, There's a limited amount of women that will do that. And as we go along, give it 10 years. They're going to be even less, and there's going to be a lot of men who are really frustrated, unless they just get with the program. And life has changed; it's different. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, get with what program? Get with the program. That life has changed. Life has changed. To, to what? Nobody's shutting up. Nobody's just accepting anything. Yeah. Like we're going to talk more. Yeah. The dynamics of society is going to change. It's not going to be a patriarchy. It's it, the tides are changing, but it's literally going to be more feminine energy. It's just how it is. So either get with it or moan about it. And if you're moaning about it and complaining about it, that just increases depression. We're seeing it. We're in that schism. It's gonna it's gonna increase unless more people are like, actually, the tide is changing. I got to move with that tide. But Kevin Samuel to me is he's capitalizing on that because he knows there are so many people that are not prepared to move with this time. And that's why I think he's dangerous because it's like actually all he's doing is increasing depression for both sexes, for women that he cusses on his show and, and, for, men men he and for men who were subscribed to I'm a high value man when you're talking about money and not about your intellect or your compassion or your feelings or your heart. <coughs> Bullshit. It's not going to get you anywhere. We're moving. Times are changing. What she said. <laughs> Hey, listen, like I said, I want to go down this road with you. I want to go down this road with you and talk about it for longer as well. We could, we could, but I think I think ultimately, I think um 
you know, my, my question for me wasn't answered. I think T.D. Jakes is one, but it, it, T.D. Jakes is when people feel like being Christians, if we're all honest, yeah? When people feel like being Christians, yeah? Right? Because people can go to church and they're still, they're still who they are, yeah? So mm -hmm. so you, you take the T.D. Jakes in doses when you're having a little spiritual Sunday and everyone listens. You know what I mean? Like, that's I'm talking about men here, right? So you okay, take him yeah. in doses. He's not somebody that men are gathering around and saying, hey, T.D. Jakes said this, you know? When he, he, he doesn't gather people. Hold on. He doesn't yeah, gather the like... men. He does not gather the men. If there was a war right now, he ain't the one that we're going to be waiting for. I'm I, and this is, that's more of the concern. That's it more be of the concern. Samuel. Yeah. It'll be future. It'll be future. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, the, my, 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 my main okay. thing is, why are, the, why are so many men, regardless of if it's the, the lowest form of man right or whatever yeah. because for me the lowest form of man believe it or not is the, is the average guy is the average guy no okay so who would you say could you explain yeah. that and then answer nana's question uh, what yeah, was so that the lowest guy is the average guy why the lowest common denominator yeah. i feel like the average it, you see this term real man i said this the other day you see this term real man real man yeah when women talk about real man yeah it's it's the average guy. That's what a real man is. The, the real man is average. A special individual is not. That's the person that has um, um, discipline. That's the person that isn't going to follow the stereotypical behavior of a man. But, but, the, but a real man is the average man. Because the yeah. average man has animalistic characters. Yeah? Nature leads his, his behavior, not common sense. Right? Or even discipline. So for okay. me, this term real man, I'm telling you, and this is just free game, it's most men. You don't want most men because most men fit into that stereotype, don't they? You want somebody that's tailor-made to fit you. You want somebody that is willing to take the um, life's um, experiences, but not bring that stereotypical energy into your relationship and love you how you want to be loved. You see what I'm trying to say? But the real guy, it's gonna do real man shit. I don't subscribe to that term real man anyway. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly don't. Yeah, we, we, don't, we are real man. Always remember this. For, I for, Kevin Samuels is getting dragged, but you know who should have really got dragged? The person who? that Eula was holding up here. Who? Derek Jackson. Remember him? Who was you're in Excuse the wrong room. No. Excuse me. No. We are we're not your average ladies, okay? Show me the video of you not pressing no. him before 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 this came up. Never subscribe to him. Never subscribe to him. Never. No. Oh, oh, Kojo, on God, none of us. No, on God. On God. On God. On God. God. Let me get this straight. I'm not ever in defense of Kevin Samuels. First of all, let me let me say that. I, I listen to everybody, yeah? Because I believe I can learn something from everybody, right? But the point I'm making is, is that the person that was being celebrated, the one that you were celebrating, because every guy don't knows, say you, please don't say you. Women, so your gender. I'm not talking about you, no. individually. Oh, I'm not yeah. about gender as well. But the thing is, we're not a monolith. We're really not. Oh, you know, my God. It's true. But hold on. I know this. I know you lot are not monolith. Okay. I know this. What? Yeah. Come on. Okay. I'm not saying everyone. Come on. Why are you not slowing it down? There are some women. 
No, but there were some women. There were some but women. It wasn't us. We were literally women. like, this dude is a scammer. Not even okay, one. So it was everybody else, not you lot. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. no, no. no. They can't say everybody else. Just like, just like when you're okay with you. I'm messing. 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 Because this was supposed to be just a run through. No, but this is great. No, but you know what it is? For me, as I said, yeah, it's. Everybody finds somebody that they feel like they can gain stuff from. Good or bad, good or bad, until you don't want to date men anymore, you've got to really watch what men are gravitating to. And, 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 and regardless of having an opinion on it, have a conversation with those who are, and just have a conversation. I don't think it should be about opinions. Just have a conversation. Because if you admire somebody, right, and he's... And you might like him, you might meet him, you start dating or whatever, and then you realise that he's been listening to my man's rhetoric. Yeah? It's a conversation, and I think we've got to. Because we're policing how men speak. And all that does is push us to say nothing. And you know what men do more than anything else? Make a lot of silent decisions. We don't say nothing. Like we done on our podcast the other day, which Natty brought up a very good point. He says, you know, he's talking about a guy who, um, you know, a woman would be like, yeah, my man don't have a problem with me doing anything you know, I can wear what I want. He don't complain and he ain't worried about me linking this guy. He ain't worried about it. And do you know what they call that man? The secure man. He's secure. He's secure. And you know what that secure man's doing? He's, he's making all these decisions quietly. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that you are just really preaching because this is what I believe. 100%. And this is why. Yeah, you don't run around here saying my man's secure because that man has already said you are not getting married. I'll be with you for 16 years. But, they are but we are not getting married. And then you don't think it ends and you don't think, what, how, how? And I'm saying to you, the ones who are talking are the least of your problems. We can't be shutting them up because it's the ones who ain't saying nothing. But, 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 exactly. but, but, my thing is this, yeah? I'm, I'm not suggesting that men shouldn't talk and men shouldn't have opinions. What I don't like is when men's opinions influence or dictate what they perceive a woman to be. That's what I have issues with. You can chat the chat all day long. You can talk about whatever you want all day long. But don't come out and start saying all women are this, all women are that. I only want to do this. That's when I have an issue. Because you Laura, but, 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 but we already know it's not all. So why does that? Why is that? Because that's what you lot say. Yeah, we're talking about you. When you're in the dating pool, and we're all with you in that space, and you're hearing man talk and watching actions, and people like Mark Cuban are getting away with alleged stuff, that is the general consensus of the behavior that we're experiencing as women. Where it that's why you're, as you're saying, the special man is few and far between, and the average man is a national man because of this thing exactly that. What um, Kevin's playing to is this this generic generalization about what women are, and it's 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 it is um, what's it called prehistoric. It really is. Yes. And yes, it's, and yes, as you said, but men are nature. They're emote. They're just like whatever comes, go, whatever goes. They deal with their emotions in a different way than women. But certain there's a comes a point where you have to adjust to that. And Kevin, you can lead the men to this hill of Neanderthalism. <laughs> But what are you going to do? Because we're not there anymore. It has changed. That's the problem. <laughs> but just, but listen, like I said, there's no full stop to this conversation because, right, yeah, it's, true. because yeah. it's, just, it's, it's always going to be opinions. But I, th- I hear what you're saying and I understand it. And I think, you know, what you're saying is right. 
yeah. But but at some point, at some point, I'm just saying from from taking it away from Kevin and all these other people, I'm telling you, yeah. Men men are finally talking, and I okay. feel like we've got to we've got to just be a bit more patient with the delivery and the volume of the, the loudness and all of that. Because, 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 because it will, it will progress. Hold on. See this, it will progress. See this it will get better. Talking when did I you not stop? No, but when did you not stop? That's why I'm interrupting you, because when did you not stop? You not stop. Men always come up with this. Men are finally talking. We're finally expressing ourselves. We're finally telling you how we feel. You don't know yeah. fucking stop. So you're saying, so you're saying that rhetoric is so. Hold on, women. But if women say that, no, you're not talking about what you're saying. And what she should all the time. I never heard that. Oh, I'm breaking up. That name came from the show. No business, because not one of you can tell me to go find a man now. No, I'm not. She said what? She said what? Shadow is never going to get a man. I'm good. I'm Why? Never, Why? I'm good. I'm because good. of you. Because what you've done. I don't, I don't like stress. I just want to live a peaceful, soft, soft life. life. No, you don't. That's, all no, I you want. Don't. That's all I want, man. Seriously. I can't do, you know, do you know who don't want stress? Ciara. Yeah? Yeah. Ciara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ciara's good. That's the only thing. That's, that's one of very few women. That's one of very few women who have actually chosen peace. You don't come from future to Russell. To Russell, you don't come yeah. from that. But she sacrificed. She sacrificed. But there are the, many. Uh, the, 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 her, her, her dark side. Trust me. She, she said this is peaceful and quiet. Her dark side. Everybody's got a dark side. Everybody's got a dark side. Listen. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the door. Listen. We have got to get into business. Yeah, get, get into my shit. It's either. We have another 45 minutes on this because you know it will go deep. Or oh, <laughs> I, 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 I just have on. one one question, just literally one. <laughs> because I'm always wondering, and I've watched a few Kevin Samuels, and to me, I watch it and I'm like, if I'm a man, I would be thoroughly offended at how he makes men seem like they're so infantile and are really fragile with their emotions and women really need to like manage a man do you ever see that in like when men are talking it just seems to be like you can't trust women they're always after your money it's like there's this real thing like you're not a man and I just I don't get how men are gravitating to this being like they're infants like literally like women need to like like baby you know what it is no no it's 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 trauma bonding right so so I, this ain't a gender thing. Men and women all do it, yeah? When you find someone that says one thing that you probably haven't projected out, but it's inside of you or an experience that you might have had. As human beings, we naturally go in that direction. We side with somebody. It's like if I tell a joke that people relate to, they, the laughter of relatability connects with them. You know what I mean? It's just like that Bluetooth thing that just connects us, right? So, and that's trauma as well. When people can share your pain and then you have an understanding, that's straight away. For every woman who hasn't been um, believed, yeah, right? If, if they've accused the guy of doing something, there's men that be lied on. And, and, and one thing that guys do, I'm telling you, I, even myself, because I've been lied on, 
My natural instinct when I hear anything is, let me wait to hear more. I don't jump out the window. I do not jump out the window. And I understand every single woman who's had a terrible experience with a man that will jump out the window immediately because she's coming from her reference. But men are coming from their own references. Hey, I've been lied on before. So because of that, my natural instinct isn't to hold this man accountable. It's to let me hear more. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? So it's not a yeah. sex thing. I just feel like we all run to our experiences. And I, and, and I often try to avoid you know, dating my experiences, for example. If I meet somebody, I try to not bring my experiences in, uh, up to this situation. It's a very hard thing for all, us, all of us to do. Right, but you're not being of service to the individual who's not contributing to none of those. And then all you're doing is projecting what you've left behind physically. Oh man, I'm gonna contradict myself. I need to ask a question. But what to what Auntie Nana said about you guys being infantilized, and what I've noticed is that this why are men okay? You got to answer for all men. Why is yeah. it that this, this whole thing? If you get in touch with your emotions, if you get your heart broken that's it for you, you're done, you can never recover. Where women continue after heartbreak, you understand? We might not be, like if, if there's a thing like men, if you get your heart broken, it's finished. You can't do your business, you can't raise a family, you can't do nothing. And that, there's no encouragement. Actually, I'd love to see language that men talk to men say, you know what, you can survive it, you know? It's okay to walk and talk at the same time. That kind of exploration of emotions where it seems like block them shits there. Don't fall in love, don't do this. Like I have my, I have my nephew talking, talk from there's kevin samuels and where's the other guy the other alpha male i'm i hate him even i'm sorry i just can't i know him. the young one that you're talking about whatever he does he looks like convict air whatever con air whatever i can't i can't take it <laughs> i can't i can't take it he he bob do you know why he bothers me because i i he he and i pers i've had my younger nephew talk to me and say auntie da -da -da, listen to these guys because i feel i'm getting stuff and i'm not i'm like oh, thank god i've got you've got me in your life but it's that thing where if you fall in love or you show emotion you're finished as a man isn't that madness to you um and isn't it and it's, it's a lack of exploration that actually after the hurt there is life so how about men explore that instead of always i feel like i feel like everybody has a blind spot yeah where the same rhetoric works in all other facets of our life right but in this bracket here we 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 avoid heartbreak we avoid making not often guys make the same mistake first of all we once we do one thing we we very very rarely go back into that environment so now at the moment we start seeing a new woman and she has any signs of something that this nearly destroyed us she's got to go now 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 my answer to your question is I, that, that's that's a lot of men's blind spots we are strong in other facets we are strong in all this other stuff but everybody's got blind spots you see what i'm saying for men you know i said i said a woman's heart is a bit stronger than ours yeah i think a woman's heart goes black goes red again goes black goes red again goes black goes red again yeah a man's heart gets darker every experience he has every experience he has I'm not a doctor, I can't cure that. Why? I, I, you, you say why? Yeah, that's yeah. what she's asking you. She's I know, but what I'm saying is I can't give you a why. Yeah. Because because logically, I'm just thinking, I'm just going to avoid, because I think ultimately, men can't 
deal with heartbreak like women can. We just can't. We can't. I think it's socialization. Socialization. It's socialization, and they're allowed to 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 behave in a way that uh, that kind of lets them treat women like they're disposable. So once their heart is broken, then they can just fuck any any girl and treat them like inferior or because they're not the main girlfriend or the, do you know what I mean? Or the wife kind of thing, they can use women anyhow. Do you know what I mean? And that is accepted in society and everyone, even women, subscribe, like- Well, this is the whole thing, yeah. Women collude with it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, kind of thing. So that, if, if, if we kind of get a handle on that and actually women are treated with more respect that even if you're just having a sexual encounter, doesn't mean that they have less value, and I think that yeah. we'll be in a, a better starting point, really. Listen, oh, everything right. you're not saying is absolutely spot on, and I think you know we've got to kind of figure out the journey to get into a space where these moments don't, you know, damn near destroy you. Like I'm, like even myself, like even some of the experiences that I've 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 had have made me straight away. In order for me to get through for tomorrow. I have to just be like, and done. Do you understand? I'm not gonna allow myself because men are fixers. We're supposed to be the answer for everything. Society has painted us as, hey, don't wallow. None of that, you ain't got time for none of that. So that's mm. the rhythm that we've also grown up in. You can't sit down and cry and moan because we, we are not gonna be of service to other people then. We're useless to other people if we sit down there and voila, if somebody breaks into our house and I'm just like, oh, oh, you know, that, that, that could be my natural emotion. But you're going to be like, what kind of man is this? I don't business what you're not saying. That's what men have had to deal with. So we've been trained also to, hey, get up and get on with it. Yeah, that man up thing, isn't it? And, 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 it's not just men that are saying that to each other. No, it's women as well. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. 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 We're about that on here. So we've yeah. not had training to sit down and digest what you've gone through because we're always told, "Hey, get up and get on to the next thing." Yeah. It's like women being told, you know, they have to be a good cook. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, like if you're not, if you can't cook, that you're some sort of lesser woman. Inferior like, woman. But it's got nothing to do with their personality, their integrity. How, do you know what I mean? How honest they are, how much they, how much, how nurturing they are. It's got nothing to do with that. But as long as you can cook, you're a good woman. Like, it's yeah. not. Who says that? Yeah. Every woman. Women get, get, women get yeah. Well, who yeah. says that? The first thing I'm asked all so the time. So, if you don't have sons, yeah, we're going to tell what, what kind of women. What kind of woman are you going to tell him to make this is exactly what I'm, I'm going to teach my son how to cook. And yeah, then, yeah, I know, yeah. But that's gonna, it. Gonna, that's gonna, it. So that's it. I'm not going to tell him, go ahead and make sure you find a woman who knows how to cook. You've got to have a woman who can cook and clean. She's like, got to keep house. No. You've got to be able to be responsible for yourself. It's ridiculous. And you can't cook for your woman either. So now, as a blanket, I just tell men, I can't cook. Full stop. So we'll see. Do you value me as a person? Do you want to get to know me, or is is your mind so blocked? I know, but then, but then, that, but then, okay. So then, now we're going down the element of well, you know what? I I went to have to pay bills. So now, now, so now, I'm cool with that. So I'll I'll cook and you pay the bills. So how about that? Right. Right. No, I think it's, it's not as basic as that. I think it's your life. No, 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 no. Just say, yeah, that's cool. Right. And then we'll start cooking. That's your life Trust and that's me. your partner. Right. No, no, no. I think you raise your kids <laughs> to find a partner that makes sense to you. And you shouldn't yes. base it 
on certain ridiculous things that then like men already men listen to what I'm saying to you. Yeah, Go. you know what men do constantly? Men are running around here sleeping with women. You know what men ain't doing? Building families. You know why? Because that is one aspect that we don't mess around with. And I'm not talking about hold on, I'm not talking about the guy having kids, I'm talking about marriage. Yeah, that is a decision that we do not take lightly. Yeah, so if somebody is um, um, looking at you and as a wife, that's something that, that's a solid decision that a man has made. Yeah, that's with, with, that, with all the running around men's doing, men ain't running around here marrying people. But, Cody, okay, you know what? We're assuming that women are just sitting down waiting for a man to say they want to marry them. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me say this. Let me say this. Ojo, we're coming on the rap party. We've got to. I'm, I'm inviting uh, you. Like, you. You know, we need to do a takeover. I think if I'm coming on the rap party, I think it's fighting talk. You know what? I think that it's going to be on. <laughs> no, we, we need to because it's the, the place where he records is round the corner. It's in Cannon Town. Will you it's be following me? Studio. <laughs> he knows everything. I know. I'm probably going to have a studio in the same place. I know. I've watched all of you podcasters. I'm, I'm clocking where you all record. <laughs> Pull up. Pull up. It's a bigger <laughs> space. We actually need to have a full-on conversation with all the guys and all of us because this is a this is an interesting one. So many things are popping in my head as you guys are talking. I'm just ah, but you know we are almost at two hours already. So and also what's really interesting because it is that having those having these conversations in isolation with each other and actually having conversations where we can talk to each other and explore different points. We all get heated, but we also come to a place of resolve. <laughs> I'm not even gonna dare. I'm not even gonna dare to go through the extra headlines. So quickly, moving on to Auntie's getting your business. Auntie's getting your business. Auntie's getting your business. We apologize. We don't subscribe. Auntie's getting your business. Auntie's getting your business. Uncle Cole Joe. Uncle Cole Joe. Go on. First of all, did you like my intro? I no. did. I loved it. And the, the backing dances was amazing. So we do, do you want us to do an intro song for you as well? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Don't laugh like that, Auntie Farah. Don't be rude. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So here we go. So we're going to get into Uncle Kojo's business. First of all, we all know who you are. But however, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Oh God! Um, so I'm originally a stand-up comedian. Can you say um, name, please. Uh, a presenter. Um, done a bit of acting as well. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say. Thank you. And could you describe your life right now in one word or a sentence? I'll go for one word. My life right now is um, hungry. Oh, I hear that. I like that because it has many yeah. different. You like that because you're in the kitchen right now. That's what it is. Well, there's. I like food. Like that's <laughs> one thing. But you know, also hungry for life and hungry for adventure and hungry for you know lots of different. That has yeah. lots of conversations. I like it. Yeah. I like that yeah. A lot. Okay. Oh, nice. oh. So, 
as you said, you're a comedian originally. That's what you you were known like originally known for being a stand up comedian. You, you could say like you're an OG in the game and all that. Yeah. How do you think that the industry has changed um, since you got into it? Um, obviously, I feel like social media has played a big part in comedy, um, in terms of the awareness, um, also allowing various forms of um, comedy to be exposed as well, especially in the UK. Um, I feel like um, the power kind of has shifted to, uh, what's the word, uh, influence um, on, on getting people to come out now. Do you know what I mean? Especially with the way the world's kind of turned upside down in the last two years. Um, I was overhearing a conversation with this comedy club owner in Atlanta and he was talking about booking comedians who are who are online and have big numbers because they they getting they getting people to come out, but they but they but they don't care if they're funny or not. Yeah, they don't care if they're funny or not. They they know that from a business point of view, this person's going to run, and now what's happening is he's having to put stronger comedians as this person's support act. Yeah, and um, so people that have been doing it for years, they're going up first, killing it, and then but he don't care. He's thinking money first, and I think then it starts to take take tailor with the, the, the art form it's it, itself and 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 also making people feel like they've got to be relevant instead of talented and that's even where i've kind of had to catch myself recently and say to myself like you know you call i, I mean i give myself a little break because pandemic was thinking on your feet about other ways to kind of express what you do to people. Do you know what I mean? Especially having your um, your live shows taken away from you. So it wasn't about just moaning about it. It was about, okay, like what else can I do to kind of engage? Um, some people chose to sit down and wait it out. Um, some people chose to get involved in whatever was going on. Um, but I feel like it has, I think for the, for the most part, it's made comedy exposed to um, an audience that may, you know, I always find it weird when people say they've never been to a comedy club. Like, and in my world, it's like, it sounds crazy, but then there's many people that have never been to a comedy club. And especially this young generation who were even too young to get into a comedy club anyway, they're now laughing online at six years old. So you've got somebody that loves White Yardy who's seven years old, right? But can still be entertained by him. And, you know, he's probably got them from seven years old now um, and, and, and until they get a little bit older, but they can come and see him live. So I think, it's it's projected comedy um a lot more um but even even you know watching netflix i remember when people would get a comedy special and it was a big thing now netflix is just giving everyone comedy specials and it's like you know you're now not really enjoying them as much you see what i'm trying to say because the volume's gone up so i feel like there's pros and cons to um, where it's changed but for the for the most part i think it's done good to for for a lot of people okay all right, so you've managed to keep your name in our mouths for like over 20 years, but it can't have been easy, especially during the times when it seems like other names were being shouted louder mm -hmm. and maybe you were being overlooked. How did you get through those times? Like, How did you pull yourself out of it and, and actually like manage to keep on being creative? I, um, I'm a very resilient human being. And, I, and I've never gone off of what people expect me to do. I've always gone on what I am capable of. 
Okay. So, so for example, even when I did like Britain's Got Talent, many people would have thought everything that I'd done already was enough. Why would yeah. he go on there? But that's if you're, if that's if you're giving me your list of things for me to do when I've mm. got my own list of things to do. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and 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 on many occasions, I've been the lab rat for want of a better word. Where once Kojo's done it, he's made it okay for everyone else to kind of be like, yeah. okay, that's now an avenue because, you know, somebody that certified has thought this was good enough for them. So maybe it's actually an opportunity for all of us kind of thing, which you yeah. will see. And so for me, in this country, I found myself to be exposed to more earlier than a lot of people, a lot of my peers. So, you know, you lot, you lot of you know, you lot practically grew up with me through comedy. Yeah. Like, like the comedy club came from me going to New York and seeing what they were doing over there and being exposed to Kevin Hart and all these people years ago and Chappelle and all of that. And then me bringing it home and I'm saying to the guys here, hey guys, yo, this is what we got to do. But sometimes when you've been blessed with a vision that no one else has been blessed with, it doesn't make any sense to everyone else. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? Nah, 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 man. So I've spent a lot of my time and energy trying to show people, yo, no, this is what's coming. This is what we've got to do. But it's hard to um, share what you've seen with people who haven't seen it yet. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And there's, a, there's an uncomfortability with being ahead of the game because sometimes you feel isolated. Sometimes you feel like there's no one that understands where you're coming from. That's why I often spend a lot of time in America and building a, 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 a community of people that, are starting to build with me over there because the you know those I, I speak sentences over there over here I'm having to have board meetings. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's a thing. So for me, it's like I've always fo stayed focused on what my journey is. I've never looked at somebody and says that should be me. Um, I've never looked at someone else and felt like, oh, you know, how come they're getting all of this stuff? Because Making more money, for example, doesn't make you better. It doesn't mean that you're better. It just means that that's your blessing. And and when people get blessed, um, sorry, that on the battery. When people get blessed, um, you know, I, I'm all for that. They've got families to feed. They've got people that love them. They've got friends that that supported them. That they should be able to go. I've never looked at anybody and thought that 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 should be me because I know what I'm on course for. What I've got going on. Yeah. 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 Self-belief, man, it's needed. Um, so um, I want to remix this very wordy question. <laughs> but um, there was a show, and Akoya, please try and remind me on Amazon um, Prime um, about uh, Hollywood um, comedy sh um, sh um, club one of the first ones and they kind of talked about the history of like comedians coming up and everything like that and they mentioned they've done like a world map and they mentioned Kodo's comedy Funhouse which I was just like oh my god like do you know what I mean just having that little moment and that, that show came out the, I think it's this year or last year yeah 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 with um yeah with um what's his name um actually the glasses Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah, and um, so like, and I, you know, we, we, you know, we've mentioned you on the show before, and I think like people don't really know like your impact on UK like black comedy, and like you know, on your bio, um, on your, you know, your CV, on your site, it's quite modest. So could you like drop, you know, some bits of like, you know, your highlights of what you've kind of 
done in the black comedy scene in the UK? Like what have been what have been the things that have impacted you, do you think? Um, okay, so first of all, I'll start by saying I think you know, I don't I don't slow down for gratitude. I feel like that comes unfortunately when you die at times mm. or or um when you hang up your boots kind of thing. I think that th those are the moments for me to kind of reflect. Um, in terms of what I've done here, um, I've done, you know, I, I hosted Choice of Friend Breakfast Show, um, which turned into Capital Extra. So I, I had the first live airing on Capital Extra, um, which was a great, great moment, great time. Grew up listening to Choice as well. I had opportunities to go to Kiss. I was at one extra when it launched as well, but as a bit part role. But my my full kind of standalone um, was was on Choice. It was a station that raised me. It was a station that I grew up with. I had real ties and connections to the community that I cared about through through that radio station. And to know that there was a generation of kids that I could make laugh on their way to school, people on their way to work, made me feel so fulfilled because that's what Jeff Schumann and uh, Martin J and those people done for me. Do you know what I mean? Eddie Nesta, the Angela Mars, the Jigs, Jenny Francis, like all of those people raised me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So while there was opportunities to go to a mainstream audience, for me, I just I've always had this thing for our community. Even though at times it's been to my detriment, but for me, my my love is kind of blind when it comes to the black community because I kind of just like really believe that we can be amazing. And I think that so many people take from us and never actually give us the credit for it. Do you know what I mean? So I, and I often like to be what I'm celebrated, not tolerated. Mm -hmm. so, so, so for me, that's- I'm words. <laughs> favorite thing to say. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's, that's for me, that's where a lot of my, my energy lies. Um, I've also been the only international act on Wild and Out with Nick Cannon. So I, I did that for three years and did about 18 episodes. I still get checks for that now. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great. Oh, they repeat that. Like crazy over there. We're crazy. So, 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 so that was a blessing. Again, I moved to New York in um, 2009 um, and, and I met up with um, Nick and I met Mariah as well at the same time. And, and it was Mariah Carey that actually got me a while now because me and her just vibed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me, me, me and her vibe so much, and and when we when we when we all met up, and and she she actually told him to, to put me on. So so that was me just going over there, not really having anything concrete, but building relationships, and meeting Nick Cannon, and and even now we've got some other stuff that we're cooking up. So it's so it's so it's you know that kind of relationship. Um, I've also worked with Russell Simmons as well for like a year in New York. Um, when I moved out there as well, and he's somebody that really had impact on me in terms of um, being stern with your delivery. You know, whatever you whatever you put your mind to, you know, the uh, no, don't party at work. That's his thing. And and if you see how Russell Simmons moves in his office, he's very aggressive. But no one there would want to work for anyone else. And I think sometimes we can often get sidetracked and distracted by having a good time at work. You know, one thing I've learned straight away is work ain't supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be work. Do you know what I mean? And you get that done and then the fun comes after the result because some people sometimes sacrifice the result to have a good time. So that's kind of where I learned my discipline from being close with him. 
Can I ask a quick question? Like, how does that kind of like, obviously you had a bit of trouble in the media and stuff, um, of the allegations against him and stuff. Like, how does that, how do you kind of, kind of not come to terms with that, but how do you manage that? Do you know what I mean? Where, because those allegations are so serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's, think, it's difficult sometimes. Um, it's weird because It doesn't take away the experience that I had with him. Okay. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't. It never impacted that at all. I, but for me, I think if you've if you've been accused of something and there's a process that's happening and you get found guilty, then you get found guilty. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I think you should be held accountable for whatever you've done. If there was anything that I felt like I'd seen whilst being around him then I'll be like, hey, I remember my man doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't protect people who violate other human beings. I just don't protect them. This is what I'm trying to say. But because I've never experienced any of those things, why would I realistically, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't around him like that. Um, and everyone's got a room that not everybody's invited to. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So for me, I was on the peripheral, but working working with him and just kind of growing as a, as a, as a young comic being in, in New York. And um, so yeah, so on on that on that topic, like I, I wouldn't protect him or you know um, come to his defense if he's been accused of something and been found guilty. Um, what else is there? Oh God, I've written I've written theater. Um, I've written a movie that is a very sore subject. What? Is that the weekend? You know, there's a lot. There's a lot that, that happened behind that film. There's a lot that happened, and I feel like yeah. that movie damaged a lot of relationships that I had. Oh, yeah. I feel like what was what was on weekend? But why? Yeah, the weekend. Yeah. Why? Can yeah. you say why? I. You know what? Yeah. Um, I've written my book in it, which, oh. is, which is coming out called All Jokes Aside. Okay. So, so that's coming where I've not left anything out. That okay. book has got every single thing from Choice of Femme being how I was told that Choice of Femme's ending to my experience on Choice of Femme, to people that I was working with, to people who I've assisted, to people who I've disrespected, to people who I owe apologies to, to people who, just a whole bunch of things, you know, there was a lot in my upbringing and, and all of that other stuff as well, but that movie really um, had a, a very negative impact on my name, which was spotless until that point. Um, um, and I felt very, I felt blamed for the things that went on behind the scenes. Um, but as normal, I'm, I'm so used to kind of taking things on my shoulders um, because I tend to be the biggest name in my, in my work at times, you see what I'm trying to say. Which has which hasn't always worked in my favour. Um, so so then so then there's that. But I was proud of the film and what we actually put out. It went under the radar because I think at the time people were expecting something else. This country definitely reacts to uh, streets, the streets, a little bit more than they do to comedy, to to rom coms, to whatever. But the theatre production was great. We, you know, we've done what, two shows of that. Yes, um, and above romance, yeah, above yeah. romance. That was good, and yeah. I just again, I've always seen what America's got going on, and then I um, I felt like let's do something here. You know, you know, remember MTV when we done the Fun House on MTV? 
yeah. again, that was me growing up watching Wild and Out and just wanting, before I even got the blessing of being on there, I just wanted the UK to have something like it. You know, yeah. we've got beautiful women over here too. We've got funny, talented people over here too. And I've always kind of been like, when I go to America, I don't go to stay there, I go to bring it back. Because I'm the one kind of like, yo, we can do this, we can do this. But it's hard when people haven't seen what you've seen. You know, it's very, very difficult. While some people are just going to America and saying, forget England. I'm the idiot that was like, no, man, let's go and learn and bring it back home. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Only for people years down the line to be like, bro, you should have left a long time ago, bro. Forget because the UK ain't going to change. But because I believe in the UK's potential so much that I found so many ways to just get things done. There's, there's been many things that I haven't been paid a penny for that many people might have thought I did. But I was so passionate about showing our potential that it just kind of went under the radar. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And there's so many sacrifices that I've made for the better of other people that I just feel at times it just wasn't received how I would have liked it to have been received, you know? But I feel like these are seeds that will now allow us to appreciate uh, Eddie Caddy, uh, Mo, uh, 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 Dane Baptiste, and, you know, all these other comedians that are coming through because some of these things had to have happened. Do you know what I mean? They, they had to have happened, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I always do that. Um, you did mention your childhood briefly in what in your answer there. Um, and I wanted to link go towards um, you spoke about being fostered, it's out there. Um, and I was also fostered, but I was fostered to a white family as a child. Uh, and I just wanted to it's a conversation that I think is led by mums, I think, and women and parents and stuff like that. But um, what's your opinion? on the discussion about black children being raised in black families versus white families, because your family were Caribbean, though you're Ghanaian. And was there any conflict for you in, in that surrounding growing, being African in a Caribbean home, especially growing up at a time when you grew up? So I think there's two questions in one. So your opinions about black kids being fostered by black or white families, culturally relevant families, and then also your upbringing in a Caribbean household. So the first one is primarily, I think the important thing to do is allow any child to see themselves on a on a daily basis yeah mm. so i would always encourage um children be put into their community first first of all because i feel like that's the base that's the default setting that i think allows a child to have less questions and less insecurities straight away um so i would always be in favor of that you know but if there's a kid who is in severe danger and needs to be you know taken away i don't believe that that you know them going to an amazing white family for example is going to be that you know the, the first thing that comes into my head do you know what i mean like i feel like that child safety um is very important um in terms of my my experience i didn't feel african i felt black okay and that made me very comfortable, very mm. excited, you know, enjoying all this stuff. I went in when I was five, so I don't really have a character yet. It's being formed from like five years old, realistically. So a lot of my references now as an adult is very from a Caribbean background, right? But then in, in my book, I speak about the moment when I came across this family on the estate who were Nigerian. 
And for want of a better word, I fell in love with these boys. Yeah. And what I meant mean by that is they were the closest experience to what I to who I really was. Who where my parents are from. So yeah. that African humor, that African dialect, the food when their mum would cook and I'd go over. I, I became infatuated with being around them because I started to feel a bit more of my my culture, you know, that wasn't inside the home. And every opportunity I could to be around them, I, I would be around them because it, it was um, it was me kind of coming of age, but it was also me kind of breaking from my natural rhythm in a Caribbean household to really asking more questions and you know laughing at the 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 the, the things that African men do and the African moms do. And, and those jokes started to come into my life a bit more. And then it reminded me a bit more of my mom and my dad and, and, and those kind of things. So a lot of my early stuff was practically being around these guys and their, their mom, do you know what I mean? So, so for me, um, I had that experience of having African friends or Nigerian friends, but then the balance of being loved by a black woman who took me in and made me her own you know, and, and, and this woman for me saved my life because when we talk about the foster care experience, um, that's the stereotype about it is so, is so negative. Understandably at times, because beyond race, beyond everything else, a child needs consistency. Yeah. If there is no consistency, you are creating a wardrobe of problems. So what I mean by that is I, you know, I'm working on some stuff privately where I'm trying to have a bit more impact in how social services deal with fostering because I don't like the, I don't like this two week business unless they are going back to their family. It, it, for me, I don't condone people taking kids short term and then passing them on to another family. I don't believe in short-term fostering at all, unless they go back to their family having had that two-week experience at yours. Because if you are passing these children around, you are not looking after them. That's not care. We can't yeah. call them foster carers. That's not care. You're damaging loads of children because they aren't able to settle. Every family has different rhetorics, different rules, different ways of doing things. And you are damaging them slowly yeah for me so i'm trying to get rid of this short stint um fostering and find proper homes for these children so so the, the idea is to get them back with their family if it's a safe space i was five years old and me not moving one time not once did i move you're gonna get as someone like me, you're going to get somebody who can achieve. You're going to get somebody who um, um, learns about himself, who knows that they can speak to somebody when this happens. If I'm, if I was being bounced around, who am I going to talk to? Yeah. Who can I trust that's going to be there long enough for me to even explain to them how I'm feeling? Yeah. And because of that security, I was saved. I was allowed to have one less thing to worry about. Where am I going to be next month? I don't. I never had none of those concerns. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So for me, 
I, I definitely encourage consistency when it comes to fostering, but um, being in, being in a Caribbean household gave me a good balance of 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 the black experience. I was going to say that it must have done. It's it's quite a unique and lovely thing actually that you had you know the balance. You're able to talk about both sides because you've lived. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, but it, it's something that I kind of avoided. Um, and Can I ask think, which part of the Caribbean they were from? Huh? <laughs> which part of the Caribbean was, was Grenada and Grenada? Yeah. Did you say Grenada? Yeah. Guyana and Grenada. Grenada's in there. You said Grenada, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Guyana and Grenada. So that's where that's GG's. Huh? <laughs> no, they, they they raised me, so but but I always still had um, a relationship with my mum and my dad as well. Do you know what I mean? See, um, that's yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's that that, that was kind of cool, but ultimately like I, it's only when I wrote my book where I, you know I've started talking about it. Like my new show that I'm working on now is is about my book, really. It's about my real life. It's about being fostered. It's about the experiences that I had um, in, in that system. Um, but yeah. Okay. Read the book, guys. Read the book. He's gonna pause on this. When is it actually coming out? <laughs> I, I say I say this year, and then. My manager says no, um, but soon. Soon yeah. we're close. We're close. It's done. Okay. It's all done. Yeah, I want to read it. Um, okay, so I I've got to ask. I've got to now get to you know what you what you said recently on your live about mm -hmm. this this third date thing. Like, yeah. can you explain yourself? Firstly, give a bit of background about what you said, and, and then so like, I, said, I said that. Explain yourself. I said that. Um, I said, well, I mean, what what came out was very edited, but what I said was that I believe that every man should pay for the first date, um, and every man should pay for the second date, and on a, on a third date, I want to feel that this is going in the right direction, so I need to see reciprocation from that woman because i from my experiences women don't part ways with money for someone that they don't care about or unless they really don't like the person and they don't want nothing from that individual yeah they don't want that individual to ever have anything on their name about oh yeah he she took me out blah 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 so so from my experiences i said for me that third date is now me saying to, it's me seeing what you if you respect my money and how I earn it because I'm because I'm because I'm sharing it with you. So that on that third date, to me, that's where mm -hmm. I I'm I'm going to make a decision on am I taking you serious or is this just another en entertainment enjoyment? So what do people miss? What do, I don't I don't get it. Like what? So what? What are you expect? What What do you want to see from them? I just told you. But hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let's get let's no. move on from that. I understand that you said that it was edited, yeah. But let's move on from that. What did you say? If you like, explain what you meant when you talked about if they if you go on a third date and they don't reciprocate financially, where what? you then go to? Are you expecting them to? Pay? Okay, so 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 okay, so the bit that so the bit that was out of context was. That that was banter. So that, the, on that show, I I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make her like me a lot. 
and, and then I'm gonna break her. That was banter, but when you post something yeah. and you don't post, it was it was it was a, a Q and A that I was doing on Instagram, and 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 it was a whole bunch of questions, and that was just one of the questions about dating, right? But 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 if you was watching the show, you would have realized that that was banter. That was just me being because that's what I was gonna ask you. Because to me, like I, when I saw, because I I didn't see it live, I saw like some of the clips, and I was thinking. That's just got to be bad. Like what you're saying, you and I actually wanted to ask you, but you've answered it for me. That had to be bad. Where you're just like, if she don't pay no money on the third date, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. I was like, that can't be real. No, because but, but, but there's a lot of reasons but again, why. But again, yeah. what I have to understand is these pages don't get fur, but with context, it's all about the headline. And if we're all honest. Most people don't read the article because the article is probably boring. They they make decisions of headlines. So 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 for me, I felt attacked because it's like you've taken something so innocent and that was banter. You've given it no context, but you you know you have a choice to do that because I I don't even save my lives. So you came on there looking for something because you came there and recorded me. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't saved. It wasn't saved for you to to grab it. I, I always delete my lives because for me, I always cater to those who tune in, tune in, yeah? Because um, I'm not readily doing all of that stuff. Um, but but this was one question out of about 50 and we was chatting rubbish and crap and like, like I do sometimes, right? But in that, you, you've made it like a bit sinister. And if, and if, and if all that people, people see, you wanted them to see me doing that. Because if yeah. you gave them context, there'll be nothing to post. So. For me, I can't fight the dark. <laughs> who am I going to argue with? The shade bar? Who, 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 who are they? Who is it? I, like, I don't know none of these things. So for me, if it's a slow news day and you want to use my name to it, that's fine. But one thing, I, one thing I, I am not afraid of, which many people are, is I always like to know who's for me. So sometimes these things need to happen so I see who's really for me. Because if, if I, I'm not somebody who's come out in five, five, five minutes ago, I've been around for a very long time. So if this moment is now the, 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 the thing that's gonna, that you're gonna lead, lead with, with me, knowing that everything that I've done, I, I, that's what you want to believe. Because no one's posting up when I'm doing the Black Magic Awards and I'm honoring these black women because no one else is. And when I'm when I'm when I'm bringing the community out, and no one ain't paying to come in, but it's a night of celebration, and everybody's there saying thank you to these people, and these people are actually telling you about their journeys, so that other young black people can go look. This is what it takes, because I guess we've got loads of these award shows that do that. Yeah, my show's never been sponsored. Who's, who's, who's giving me money to put on these events? But I don't like black women. Clearly. I must yeah. no, I'm, I'm really glad that you've come out here and you've said that today and you've clarified it because as I said when I watched it I didn't see it live but to me I thought that's Vance like you can't you, do you know what I mean and I'm glad that you, as you started but, with but, 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 but my issue is that it's edited but my yeah. issue is this is my issue go on I shouldn't have to defend myself no you shouldn't but it's just because it's, it's literally I what I you said people yeah I should have people who have been entertained by me, people who understand who I am, people who know about me in my corner, but they but they don't. They don't come to my defense. They don't. They 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 let these things happen, right? They let these rhetorics happen. And and the beautiful thing about 
my life and my world is it's nothing like social media so so when i step outside it's love that's my reality now if my reality was social media because remember i'm not born from social media i'm on there but that's not where I, you know i mean that's not where that's not what built me but but my, my reality is a very beautiful place but aren't they just doing the same thing that you talked about that you're doing as well what's that waiting until there's more information waiting for clarity because it's who, very who, easy who? the people that you're saying that should be coming to your defense when these types of things happen mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. just doing the same they have the same mindset as you in terms of just waiting what's the what's the difference i, I, don't, I feel I don't like know. i feel okay i feel like i've i've seen listen i've i've seen i've seen people come to some other people's defense with the same thing so you're looking at specific okay. i've yeah. seen people come to people's defense i i'm not here for that yeah i'm not here for that because remember this isn't this is me talking it's out of context but no one cares about that it's a slow day i'm bored we've got a generation of commenters which is fine listen i'm not adverse to being dragged because that's part of business unfortunately you can't you can't handle those kind of things yeah it's, it's gonna it's, you, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be I have nothing to worry about compared to what Will Smith's gone through. God knows what Beyonce has been through with people dragging her pick me all on. Like people are going through some real shit. Like that was minor. That was what I said. I ain't out here slapping women and abusing them and doing all the other stuff. That's not, that's not what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I'm not exempt from being dragged. I'm not exempt from, from people having their laugh at me. I, that's fine. Where it would impact me is if I walk outside my house and that's the, re that's the energy that I'm receiving. Mm. So people are clearly giving me the benefit of the doubt in 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 my in the real world, and I feel like that that for me it, it, it is cool. Do you know what I mean? But 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 at some point it's like you know, and I spoke about this in my special, right, my last show, and I said, you know, if people are gonna judge you on the last thing you do, what's the point of being a decent human being? What's the point? What what's the point? Where does that serve you? I might as well be doing what, what the last thing was and just keep that energy then because it's like because that's what i'm going to be judged on anyway no one when people are saying you don't like that one where's all the people that i gave awards to where's all the people who i brought out and celebrated i i hear you i want to say we why are we going to take ages i want to say that i think people I, I i hear you on the people that know you and have known your backstory and who know you but because the way this world has turned so fickle and people are are clout chasing, are trying to do the most to get the most and are changing character, and especially celebrities, that you're not really sure. It is very, one, it's very easy to believe the first thing you see because you don't know what else is going on. Two, the, the, and the, the world in general is reacting quickly and reading the headline, not reading the whole story. But also when you don't know someone's character, you don't know where they're at. So it could be that literally you could have honored black women to to this point now then tomorrow you go and say something that i'm like well just a minute ago you're talking about you love that that's not that's also not out of the realms of belief the people have been very contradictory in there and also who knows that i'm not saying you i'm really not saying you i'm just kind of exploring what yeah. you said people who have had a history of um that could have been performative because it could potentially someone not you someone could be like where i'm going to make my mark is honoring black women because that's going to make my brand up 
and so and then the real person slips uh, out because they're loyal you know what i mean but, because there's a way of tapping into but I, i'm not saying that's you i'm just saying that's also a reason maybe i'm trying to play but you know what it is i think i think you can't fake it for 20 years no, I understand. That's true. Well, yeah, no, 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 no one can't even throw that that way. You can't do that for 20 years. You can't. Yeah, you can't. It, 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 I'm sorry. And there ain't no one that good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but then we talk about Will's. Okay, and, and, and this is, please, everybody, no con out of context. I'm not saying this about Kojo. But Will Smith, <laughs> Will Smith has been the nice guy. Yeah. And possibly the pressure of being the nice guy for all these years. He yeah, I understand that. You know yeah, we have to remember, like, you know, I'm because of how I've come up and because of my life and you know, you know I'm I'm a I'm an older brother. Yeah, I'm an older brother. I'm a protector. I've spent my whole life being a protector. I've never been protected by anybody. So I've, I'm used to dealing handling things myself. I'm used to that. Yeah, I have people in my life that care about me. I have people in my life that when these things are going on, calling me and saying, are you all right? Not staying silent, but call me and be like, hey, are you good? Yeah, there's people that were worried about me. But because, again, if this was really having an impact on my real life, you know, because people are saying I'm broke because I don't post what, what, what how I spend my money and what I do online. I don't, I don't, Put up house keys and go, hey, I just bought a 10-bedroom <laughs> house in Ghana. Like, 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 because I don't do all of these things, it's it's you're broke because you're, you must be broke if you can't pay for the first date. But again, no one heard, there was, they didn't include, they didn't include if that woman pays for the third date, she would never have to pay for another one ever again. Can I just address that? That was in there. That was in there. I, 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 I did see, sorry, no, no, you're speaking. I, I just want to just go back because we're there and I know if I don't bring this up I'm going to get messages about this I can just feed it but there is that rhetoric that has been out there from since like I would say 2013 Twitter and there was this whole spate that went on like Kojo is against dark skinned women and it's like it like it surfaces in women's groups from time to time. If your name comes up, I'm telling you, <laughs> if your name comes up, there's a group that will be like, nah, I've been at his shows, I know Kojo, da da da. Because there's lots of us that know you, like from mm -hmm. ACS days, we've known you. And then there's another set that's like, nah, but I know him from when he was using dark skinned women as jokes on Twitter. So when you come up in any way, there's like a grand swell of women that are ready to be like, this dude's always been problematic. And that carries on with the youngers to the olders. There's, there's, mm -hmm. a, there's a set of folks that have this type of perception. Has anybody ever told you a quote? That's, I can't say that that's been a thing, but I don't know where, because no, I was never on Twitter. But, but this, it's like, but this is what I'm saying. But they can't ever tell you what I said. They can't show you any example of that. I just want one example, one. And, and even if you're going to. That this is out there. Like, you know, no, that this no, is but a what thing. I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, is I'm, I'm not afraid of rhetorics. 
because I don't have to spend any time, Nana, proving my innocence. They should be proving what they're saying. Why would I put energy into proving my innocence when it hasn't happened? I don't serve people by doing that. I don't serve myself by doing that. If I run around here and try to squash fires that people have started out with no evidence, that's a lot of my energy and time. Mm. When I can be putting that to being of service to the people that I've always been to, of service to. Like I said, I just sit down here and, 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 and retaliate to every single person that I may personally know that has said some bad stuff about me. But again, it's like, if I'm the only one that's, that, that will fight my corner, then I'd rather let them have that. I'll let you have that. I, sh I can't keep defending myself because again, everything that I've ever done, everything comes down to people making stuff up about me. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that there's a mismatch in terms of, because that's what it seems like what, what this is, right? A mismatch in terms of what you stand for, what you dedicate your life to, like, do you know what I mean? Like what, what you've actually physically done over consistently over a period of time and then public, like your public persona, like what do you think that, where My public that... persona is brilliant. But you my, know what I mean? Sorry, my okay. online, hold on, but my online yeah. one might not be. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the thing. That's what I'm I saying. Know, I know, I know. But you know what it is? But Nana, yeah, Nana, cool. the thing is, is like, we live in a world where people can say and be who they want online. And 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 the truth is, everybody's feeding into it. And, and no disrespect, you ladies are too. Because because somebody said something, and I've, the first thing I've said to you is, did they give you a quote? What did I say? I was asking questions though. No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. I want people to have this as a as a reference point because I haven't ever heard anybody pose this question to you in regards to black women. But why and don't they show you? Like, why don't they show you? Why don't they show you the tweet? Or why don't they show you? Come on, we live in a world where everyone's showing stuff. No, 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 wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Before we get that. Um, what Nana said was it 20, 2013 before Twitter was a thing. So it was a time before. So there's a generation of people have a time before, before we had digital and digital online footprint. Okay. Say that. So it's just like, you know, like it, 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 it. yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's before also, that. And, 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 and this is me even aiding them. Let's just say I put something on there. Let's, let's just say that. Again, context. When I started on Twitter back in the day, we used to do these hashtags. I don't know if you remember when it was all about hashtags. Yeah. That's what I got, that's where I got all my followers from on Twitter. Hashtags. People will put a hashtag out there and then you just complete the sentence. So in my days of Twitter, that might have been the rhetoric where I'm just being funny and being silly or whatever. But 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 if but but, but that's that that don't sound like that. That sounds like he's got a tweet out there. <laughs> That is coming for black women and, and being disrespectful. That's what they that's what that sounds like from what you told me. Yeah. Yeah. But it could have just been maybe a hashtag where I was being silly and funny. I mean, I, I, I do jokes on stage about black women and black men and black families and black people. This 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 is, I mean, what, what comedy shows have you not been to? You not been there? Can I just say as well, like, just because I don't want you to think that this is coming really from a negative place or anything like that, because we've talked about you on the show before when 
some challenging things have maybe come up and stuff. And we've definitely like talked about, you know, do you know what I mean? The balance of it all kind of thing and your contributions mm -hmm. to society and all of that kind of stuff. So it's not just a one-sided conversation. And like, even I've seen, like, I, I think that you're quite a reflective person. So yeah. even then, like, I think there was a tweet about um, Stephen Lawrence's mum one time kind of thing that didn't go down too well. And you put your hands up and you said, you know what, I should have tweeted that. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And it was a process. So we saw the beginning, middle, and the, do you know what I mean? Like, so like, I feel like, like that, that's, that's the Kojo I know that like- Oh, when I said his mum uh, mom looked good or something like that. Yeah, but it wasn't, but I think at that point people, they didn't receive it well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So like, yeah. I think, and but I think, you know, it was just, that's what we don't see very often from yes. black men in our community. Do you that's know what I mean? That's I exactly my I point. I, you, do you know what I mean? So I think it's commendable that you do that. In yeah, this. you're yeah. quite honest. It's about like what I want people to see that you're a human. And when the last controversial thing came about, that we had our show about at that time when I got removed from the Twitter room. It was from, from Clubhouse. And it wasn't even like I was directly like defending you, but I was just showing that you're a rounded person, you're a human, you've been around for a long time, you've helped lots of different people. But I want people to understand that when they go after a figure, it's a human being. So it's yeah, like, but it's Nana, like, do, do, do you know this is what people are talking about? But there's a generation that don't know me. That that's it. But that's number it. one, it's number two, two you do, they know you online. It's just like yeah, how but no, but they, no, but they don't know me. They don't know me. They don't know me. They they've probably caught the tail end. Like when I came into this game, I didn't know who Richard Blackman was. Mm. I found out when I got here. I thought he was the guy from MTV. I didn't know he had a comedy. It, this sometimes it's different generations, and this generation are now actually making women who grew up with me, grew up in my era, second guess me. These, but these are people who have never ever experienced a Kojo show or seen the Funhouse Girls and Kojo's thing. Like none of these things that I've done to uplift, anyone who's been in any of my projects, if I've ever been funded by anybody, no one, no one has contributed to these uh, projects and stuff, as well as it may have looked to people, ask the, ask the women who were in those groups what, 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 and what they got out of it. Do you know how much women in the, in, the, in the business now who are doing great things now were part of those projects? But, but again, I, I, how life is, and I've accepted how life is, life mm. is all the good you've done will come out when you're dead. Oh. Oh, I think, I think, I think, I'm going to be an icon when I'm dead. People I, I, I think, unfortunately, unfortunately, I was just going to say, it's quite a morbid way we're looking at, but I do hear what you're saying. And I think sometimes, I hear, I hear. especially like here in, you know, the UK, like we don't appreciate what we have. Do you know what I mean? And like, because like we're, we're, we're essentially, we're not a monolith. Like some things, you know, do you know what I mean? Like people might not like some of the things that you stand for, some of the things that you say, whatever kind of thing, but it doesn't take away from your contribution to the, to the scene, which we've discussed today. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's, but I do think that there, 
you know, like you said, when you come out of your house, that's not your life. That's just what you see online, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? The average person that interacts with you, they're, they're, they're happy to, do you know what I mean? And they're, you know, they're impacting your life in a meaningful way. And that is, that's a beautiful thing. So even that, that is iconic in itself anyway. Do you know what I mean? Not the average person doesn't have that experience on a daily basis, right? What were you going to say, Farah, and then we move on? I was just going to say, kind of like what I said before, whilst I appreciate that you don't have to explain yourself, I'm glad that you've had this opportunity to address the things that people perceive. And I'm glad that you've had the opportunity to clarify that and to, and to you know, just get it out there. It's on record, isn't it? This is, but, 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 but Farah, I know, but I'm I just saying, I need. It's not done nothing. I know, but, but someone, when people chat their shit, listen to what I'm saying to you. When people want to chat their shit, it's on record that you've responded to that, and you and it's and you and you said, where's the evidence of that? Yeah, because they, they want to bring things up, but like they said, they may not have the evidence of that. Mm-hmm. You have responded to that, so that's why I'm saying I appreciate that you've had the opportunity to do that. And so, I appreciate um, that, means, that Let me tell you something. I mm. always know that if I talk, I will give people context. But I'm going to have to talk to everybody. But this is what... But yeah. you don't. You, you, no, it's, but, it's, but, it's, I get what you're saying, Kodja, because like, you can't go around and talk to everybody. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's when you get the chance to, you say but That's what I'm saying. That there's, there's no one that I, w- I could ever speak to that won't be like, I get it. There's not one, not, no... The woman, the woman that hates me the most will get it. But, but, but I'm supposed to run around here and, and talk to people. You're really not. You're really yeah, not. Farah, I appreciate what you, what you said, but I'm telling you, I'm I'm somebody who I just let my work do my talking. Yeah. I just I just let my work do my talking. I don't I don't worry about convincing people and, and worrying who likes me, who don't like me. What I've realized is. It's, it's very different on the outside. That's it. My you shows are my shows sell out. I don't, you know, like I'm not struggling. Like I, I like like if all of these things were really true, I'd be over. I, I would be having a mental breakdown. I'm telling you, if any of these things were true, I'd be having a mental breakdown. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you is that the truth doesn't survive on social media it's not entertaining yeah 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 Yeah, that's true and and, and i would encourage if you are in these forums or these groups and no one has provided evidence that you shut them down that's not my responsibility that's not my responsibility because I'm no, part of the conversation. That's what Auntie Nelly did. That's what Auntie Nelly did. And they kicked her out. She literally did no, that. No, but, but that's my point. When, when you bring context, you get you kicked like out. Yeah. You get kicked out. Yeah. These, no, are, people who, these are people who are they're young, they're young people. They don't know me. They don't know what I'm talking about. But they've got a big... I, I saw something the other day that says... um. That, that that I don't like women, that I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 then, and then it's like, you know, right. so for me, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm, I don't give much time. Like th- this is happening because I love and trust you guys. And, and, yeah. and, and, and you lot genuinely know who I am. Mm. Genuinely. Yeah. I can't yeah. have this conversation with people who 
want to edit and chop things up and then put this out there. I'm not, I'm never allowed to say something reckless. I'm never allowed to, I'm a fucking comedian. Mm. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I traveled the world. Right, so look. <laughs> can I just say, if we get cancelled, we can handle it, innit? Yeah, yeah. Coach yeah. Set the present, like, we can handle it. When we get cancelled and all the young'uns come from us, we're, we're going to be okay. Actually, the thing is, it's you come for us, though. We can't be men and Auntie AK that will be arguing in the comments. I, 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 don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, me and Auntie AK. <laughs> we don't say we're we're arguing in the comments. I don't argue. Thank you. All right, right, right. Because, you know, we, we, we were trying to, I'm trying to edit questions down, save time. We've been talking for ages, but we're so much to get through. Like, we've got a quick fire round for this. Because mm -hmm. you said about being a comedian, ah, I deleted the question, but I, I want to ask it. And so I don't even think it's my question to ask. But just quickly, every answer you've got to give now has got to be quick. Um, what's your thoughts about comedians being able to say anything? I don't believe they should be able to say anything. But but there, but it's, there is joke. There's a joke in everything. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I like that answer. Agreed. 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 I feel like I want to bring all the questions back that I deleted and then just figure it out. But quick answers. Let's go. I think Nana's next. Is it? Yeah, I've just oh, edited yeah. the whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the whole okay, okay. Oh, I can see me now. Um, okay, so yes, no, this is true. The rap party. So I love a I love a podcast. I watch you guys every week as well. And I hear that you are ending on your hundredth episode. Why are you ending? And can we get on the episode? Can we get on the show before you end? <laughs> um I'm 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 ending it because I, the reason why I got into it isn't the reason to continue it, right? The reason why we got into it, the reason, huh? You do this, you do this. You actually end things on a high. That's like, I know that's a pattern with your your ventures, yes. You're paying attention. I know when to leave. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, and for me, because my once I feel like my purpose is done, I'm moving on. So, so we got into it as healing, as conversation between brothers, as the pandemic started, we couldn't be creative, a lot was going on. If you watch the first episode to the, to the latest episode, there's growth, there's things that we was going through. I, yeah. I, I had just broken up with my son's mum. I was in a very, I couldn't see my son for 14 weeks because of lockdown. Like, like we, 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 we judge what people put out, but we don't ever ask what have they taken in. We don't care about what people have taken in. And I hope that the rhetoric that we've used, the, the growth that we've shown, and also the the idea of the show has hit home. It's not the content that's going to be deleted. It's it's there. We feel like we've served a, a purpose, and everyone's kind of back outside now. There's things that everybody wants to achieve and do. I've got traveling and and com other commitments as well. So I can't put all my energy into into the podcast. But I know when to jump into something. I'm not a podcaster. You know what I mean? I'm not an influencer. I'm not. I, these aren't things what I'm doing. But I, I'm 42 years old. I, I've got these young guys that that, that I, I, I care about, that I'm saying, hey, like I can give you lots of game, and you lot can teach me some new things in terms of how the world's working together. These are real friends of mine. I could have done it with comedians and industry people, but I've, I've spent my whole life around those kind of people. And like, these are real friends that we talk shit um, um, in a WhatsApp group, so we just brought it to the to the, to the, to the, to the podcast world, you get me? So 100 episodes for me is a great smooth number. And as I said, the reason why we got into it was for us to just express ourselves, and we feel like we've done that, and our mouth dry now. <laughs> <laughs>
We've done a hundred and five episodes. This is our hundred and fifth episode. So yeah, we, we know exactly what we're talking about in terms of like our mouths being dry. But what I wanted to ask you was, um, you just recently returned from, returned from LA. What are you working on? What are you excited about? What can you tell us? Please. So, Mike, I, I, you were going, you're going to LA tomorrow. This was supposed to be when you're on next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, um, so, so I've just finished my house in Ghana with my mum. Ooh, nice. Ooh. So, so that, that is, my mum's retiring next year and she's moving back. She lives in America. She, she's moving back to Ghana. So, she's got her palace now. That's out the way, so that's kind of what I've been focusing on. Um, it's it's uh, amazing, um, and I'm happy to have been able to help her do that as well. Um, uh, my book is 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 going to be, you know, it's going to be the context for everybody. It's going to be all this stuff, all this. Uh, that's why I'm quiet. I'm quiet. I'm not responding to everyone because I've I've responded already. Yeah. So so when everybody wants to say what they feel cool yeah but i I've, I've written my talking yeah everything that i've taken in and how i felt about films and relationships and all this other stuff is in my book um so so that that that's that's going to be very exciting um I'm, I'm i'm working with Chappelle on some exciting stuff Ooh, nice. so so i can't say too much but i'm really really excited and really happy um, yeah. um that i'm working with him as up i'm working with um, kevin hart's company as well on some bits so you know i'm 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 writing i'm creating these images of black people that i want to see and um, you know and and that's where my focus is because like i said i'm not chasing clout i'm not chasing approval i'm chasing legacy and part of legacy is going through all of these chapters in your life where people think they know you people feel that you're that close enough that they can say what they want to say but i don't believe in the first love i always want the last love that's that's what i live for yeah that's the most important so whilst people are laughing and making up these stories and whatever i just hope they're laughing at the end <laughs> Go, go, go. You know, that's all I care about. I'm the only, I'm, I'm the only one that knows what's coming, mm. and that's okay. why I smile. Love it. You're mute for blood clout. No wonder country was still talking when I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying what you've just said kind of leads on to um, where I'm going to ask what I'm going to ask you next, like. You know, you've got all these things that you're trying to achieve. You're achieving huge, huge things. You've, you've written a book. It's coming out. You're doing. You're touring. You're going to America. You're working with these wonderful people. You've, you know, done all these magnificent things for the culture. And I'm just like, so what's the end goal to you? Is there even an end goal? Because you know, like you said earlier about people have a list of what it is that you should achieve and what they think that you should do. But yeah. that's, you've got to focus on yourself. So do you even have an end goal, or are you just like striving to do more and more and more? What is um, it for you? I would never ever reveal my end goal, but silent and violent. <laughs> but but it's it's um it's I'm enjoying the process. You know, I think the process is what I always encourage people to put all their energy into because you think you have an end goal and then God shows you what He's on. You understand what I'm trying to say? After Prince got talent, I that was the last time I ever focused on what Kojo wanted to do. Now I'm working on what God's put me in position to do because that is where my full, my real fulfillment will be. I, I, what I 
wanted for myself, I have got that times 10 because I walked down a road and a path and had to use faith in the process and God delivered to me on a big, big scale. So when, when I sit there and people have uh, got me on a certain channel and I'm just like, <laughs> because I don't run out here and go, hey, look what I'm doing. You don't see me on Snapchat. You don't really see me post much of my stories. Everything that you really see me post is about the next show. Do you know what I mean? But people feel like they know what's going on. And I'm in a very happy place. I'm That allows me to deal with these moments because they're all they are moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one's, I don't believe people are out there with some real agenda towards me. I, I, that's why I don't believe it's happening. But it's not nice sometimes when you're hearing these things, but they're from a, they're from a distance. They're not close enough for them to actually, and my, and my people that are in my life protect me from these things. But ultimately, I, I've got exciting things coming and that's all I know about. But the end goal is, you know, I've got plans for the end goal, but I'm just enjoying the process. And I think, you know, one thing that I've learned is you can't put your, your dreams in, in everybody's hands. And I think by telling people what you're trying to do does that. All right. Thank you. Quick. This is like one answer. One word one answer. answer. No, no, go for it. Okay. This is, right. the, this is the part where we get in your business very quickly as aunties. Yo, those proper aunties, aunties, in your aunties, aunties. Your aunties are coming for your business now, quickly. All right. So please tell us your relationship status. If you have an other half, are you married, single, or both? I'm single. Thank you. Shall I go? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, what has being a father taught you about yourself? Um... I lacked patience. I lacked patience, big time. And sometimes I talk to my son like he's a big rascal man and he's free. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what? Yeah. And and that 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 is really made me rein in on 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 that because it's just so many years of just talking to adults, you know what I mean? But now my son has really leveled. Um my patience and my tolerance, you know what I mean? And I, and I thank him for that because it's something that has made me a better person. Nice. I'm still working on that one in terms of patience. Because <laughs> <laughs> having a child taught me that. Oh, I did it. <laughs> man. I really don't. And I'm like, I pray for patience. Like, people think I say that just for jokes, but I actually pray for patience. All right, we're, this is obviously your aunties could never. We're all aunties here. What type of uncle or auntie, uncle or auntie? What type of uncle are you if you are an uncle? And if you're not- I am an uncle, man. Okay, what type of uncle are you? What uncle, who's Uncle Kodja? I'm the uncle, I'm the, I'm the cool uncle. I'm the one that spoils them. I'm the one that gets them what they really want for Christmas. Um, I'm the uncle that it's just fun when I'm, when I'm around, you know what I mean? Um, I break all their parents' rules when they're with me. So anything they can't eat, they can eat here. So I'm, 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 I'm the uncle, yeah. You're that uncle. Okay, I'm fine. I like that uncle. One of my brothers. Yeah, that uncle's He brings them with sweets and he brings and he sends them back to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, one, last um, one. <laughs> uh, so what's a family saying or a trait or, or you know, a, something that you've done in your family that you hold dear or you wholeheartedly reject? Like, I'm not going to do that, like a pattern or a saying or something like that. You know what we did in my family? We ate together. Ooh, like That's that. what we did growing up. We ate together. That's one thing we done. 
we ate together, you know, the slightly changed a little bit where everyone's in their own rooms and, you know, everyone's just kind of do it. We didn't wait for Christmas to kind of just, you know, sit down and eat as a family kind of thing. Like we ate together very regularly. So that's something that I definitely want my family to be like. That's nice. All right, guys, let's move into what's made you, that's very, very nice. Let's move into what's made you sad, mad and glad this week. I don't even know who's first. Uncle Kodjo, did you get your, did you do this? Did you do this homework? I I did. I said, um, what's I made you sad, I, mad, and glad? What's yeah. made me sad, mad, and glad? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. go on. What, what's made me sad, mad, and glad? You got funny. <laughs> what's made me sad is um, I'll be honest. What's made me sad is getting a lot of love in America. That's made you sad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not talking about, I've never, you know, I've had great times in the UK. I've had a great times in the UK. But I just feel like what's happening for me abroad, which is the biggest playing field ever, still doesn't quite do it as much as me wanting it to be had here and even when i speak to like another comedian who i won't say um she she said um with all the success that she's having in america it just doesn't mm. still doesn't fulfill her because she she wished the uk would, would open its eyes to all the talent that they had on their doorstep and we've had to just say bye bye to 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 to, to, to get there you know what i mean and sometimes you see people doing great in america but doesn't feel the same because you've got to deal with the Americans as well in the process. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all crazy. But um, but that's that's um, because when you look at all my major accolades, they're abroad. All my major major accolades, they're abroad. So, so that's something that's sad. Mad. Um, something that's made me mad. I think, I think, um, I've, something that's made me mad is definitely people trying to um, tell their narrative of me. Mm. Yeah? yeah? And, 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 and convincing people that have never experienced me at all, ever, not been to anything. And um, that to me, and when you've got like a blog site who, who, there's one thing to just post something that you've said, but when, when you've got someone looking for something on you, that, 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 that's not cool. Do you see what I'm trying to say? That's not cool. And that's where patience has definitely played a big part in my life because I don't take kindly to behave like that, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> I just, I, just nah, I really don't, but I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than, um, my problems in that in that moment and glad I would say do you know what man my son um, has a disability right and at, when he was born and um, he's got he's got um, a condition called muscular dystrophy which is like a muscle disease that's that attacks the center of your body and from him being born he we was told that he wouldn't be able to walk and he, he wouldn't be able to kind of do certain things and he's running now and he's he's he's, he's he's enjoying all of these benefits of life and, and every time I go out there and I'm working, it's I know why I'm doing it. You know what I mean? And 
when people are talking about stuff, it's like, I have my hiding place. My hiding place is when I'm with my son and I mean, his mum's got a great relationship. You see what I'm trying to say? And we, we co-parent very, very well. And we, we read the similar books and we understand life and we understand each other a little bit more. You see what I'm trying to say? But we both understand that sometimes our relationship isn't even about, I don't want to be cool with her for him. You know what I mean? Because he, he, he ain't got nothing to worry about. I, I want to be yeah. cool with her because at some point, we got together and created this human being. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And we had good moments. And I think yeah. that's what I, I, I'd rather hold on to than worrying about why we ended or whatever. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And that's what I said earlier on about forgiveness is that, it, it, you know, I thought I'd forgiven her and I thought, you know, vice versa. But it's only when moments that, that come up where people are tested and then you actually see something, you're like, wow, like, do you know what I mean? And you appreciate her. And she, she respects and appreciates what I do. And, and those are the things that make me glad. Those are the things that are really hard to find in this world. Do you know what I mean? Like really having people in your life that you can trust, you know what I mean? Regardless of everything else. So when I've got that in my life, like I've got happy spaces where this is, this is what I'm busy doing anyway. Like I'm not, I don't follow these blog sites. I don't follow them. That's probably why they come from. Cause they, you know what I mean? So it's one of them things where it's like, those things make me glad I've got good corners, pockets in my life where um, um, I, I, I find peace. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So yeah, man, those, those, were, those are my three things. That was actually brilliant. Um, quickly, um, for me, quickly, was sad. Um, someone I considered a colleague and a friend let me down. And a friend that I've known for years has an issue that won't discuss it. So that's, I'm adjusting to that. That's made me sad. Mad, the council didn't show up, show up again for the third time to fix my damn radiator. Middle finger held up high to hammer even with even though the price is going up bro i don't give a damn fix my radio man hammersmith in west london hammersmith in fulham sorry council middle finger to you guys and i'm glad because it was a cute thing um that looked that footage of prince speaking at a teacher's protest 50 years ago or whatever you know when he was little talking about um his advocacy for the teachers he just looked so cute prince is one of my favorite artists if you didn't know he is um so that was <laughs> a cute, cute little piece of footage there auntie farah what's made you sad mad and glad um, sad about the shootings in Brooklyn yesterday. That's very sad. Brooklyn, I hold close to my heart. Like, you know, I lived, I did an internship in New York and I spent time there. So very sad about that. Mad. My mad's kind of changed because I was mad. I'm still mad at them. I'm still mad at fingers up, middle fingers up to MTVH, Housing Association. Still middle fingers up to you because you came today and you finally came after four months to look at my mould. And then at first, the first person that came was trying to fob me off with some bullshit, talking about I should put vinegar on it. What? <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> And then you want to say to me, oh, you know, there's, there's no ventilation. There's no ventilation. There's no ventilation. <laughs> anyway, that was one of my mads. But I'm also just mad, once again, about the cost of living. Like, I literally mm. cannot bear it right now. It is so peak, the cost of living. Like, my daughter has a jumper on all day long because the gas ain't going on, bruv. So, yeah, that's that's annoyed me. But I'm actually glad this week about... Um, so an immigration tribunal overturned a decision by the Home Office to deport Anthony Pecco. Can't, don't know if that's how you say his name. But he's a well-respected black charity volunteer who grew up in the UK and he arrived in the UK when he was six years old, spent most of his life in Bristol, and they tried to dip him. But the um, the immigration tribunal overturned it and called it inhumane. 
Yes. Yes to stay. Well done. Auntie Naya, what's made you sad, man and glad? All right. So <laughs> I don't I don't have a sad um other than you know, like um all prayers due to everybody that perished in the Brooklyn subway. Mm-hmm. I really do feel for them. So that's yeah, that is a sad. I'm sad about that. Um I'm mad as I really feel like Bojo really he needs to pay us money. Like I think everybody in the United Kingdom, we should be filling in a form and he owes us £250 each for lying about everything and being fined and that everybody had to stay in their houses and we were all in and he was having parties. I think that they all... Man, I'm having shabins. Right. I feel like they need to pay us because we're under a dictatorship. You've yeah. done wrong and you're not leaving, you're not resigning. Like, that's a dictatorship. So I'm fine with being in a dictatorship because I don't believe in government anyway. But I do believe that you need to pay us all and we should all be getting money back from you for this heinous thing that you've done. So £250 per adult in a household should be awarded to every British citizen. I'm waiting for that. And that needs to happen. Or I'll continue to be bad, Boris. And you don't want me to be bad. But I'm super glad that over the weekend, I had two amazing birthdays. I had Julia's 40th, that was lovely on Saturday. And then I had Sade's 30-something. That was, place. <laughs> that was super fun. Yeah. It was really nice. And yeah, I like hanging out at her spot. I need to go there more often because she's yes! got the champagne in her fridge at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I need to go around there and spend more time with Auntie Sade. All right, Auntie Sade, so back then. Yes. Um, so my sad is also the shooting in Brooklyn. My friend just moved, I literally just came back from New York as well, kind of thing. I was staying in Brooklyn and my friend literally just moved there as well. So it was mm. very scary. You know, I had to check in to see if she was okay. The subway that, that happened not too far from her as well. So it was a bit like, oh gosh, a, a bit of a moment there. But she's fine. So that's yeah. But obviously, um, hearts go out to everyone that's been affected. Um, yes. My mad is that. On my birthday, for some reason, before I had everyone around my house, my Wi-Fi decided to stop working. <clears throat> everything is hooked up to my Wi-Fi. I don't have any terrestrial like t- channels. Everything is like you know apps and everything like that. My music, everything. It was just a bit of a nightmare, and I was really trying to hold it together, but I was very stressed. <laughs> you know? I'm serious. Yeah, I was stressed. I was stressed. Oh, well, thanks. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's my birthday. I had a very, very lovely time. Um, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I just I, 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 just feel so blessed. You know what I mean? I've got some really good people in my life and stuff. And I have got, courtesy to my bestie, like probably about 13 bottles of champagne left. So we'll be turning up every single day. So you just bought, bought up the whole champagne? Is that what it is? Mate. There's so much champagne in there. You've got my address. I'm going round there tomorrow. Like, there's bread drinking her fridge. Yeah, you've got my address. No, come round, come round. It was literally, you know, they do bottle service in the clubs. Like, literally. Yeah, yeah. Bottles, bottles, <laughs> bottles. <laughs> All right. Um, to wrap this up, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Kojo, you didn't like what you wanted to celebrate someone before we turn out. We usually we have a, like a hit list, so don't piss me off. But you wanted to celebrate someone. Who are you celebrating? Is your welcome to the family? Um, okay, so you know what, yeah, somebody who I'm proud of, I gave a little shout out recently on Twitter, but Ramel London, 
Oh yeah, yeah, we love her, man. And and um, and the reason why I want to celebrate her is because she is one of the people that really remind me of myself in terms of coming up and her resilience and just getting on with things and 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 putting other people on and creating other opportunities. And you know, she's in my book as well, actually, because there was a moment where. There was an opportunity for me to um, put her out on the show as my co-host, but I chose someone else. And the reason why I chose someone else is because I knew that she had the muscle to come back and have this on her own, on her own, um, okay. on her own platform. I knew this about her, so I wasn't worried about her. The other person was great too, but I knew that this would probably be the only opportunity that they would get. And lo and behold, she's got her own radio show. She's been out here really you know like if there was an image of like BET in America that I thought like she reminds me of that do you know what I mean as a black woman who's just never never really and you know with me and I speak quite a lot and there's times when she feels like giving up and there's times where but she's so resilient and always offering solutions and and the main thing is she's of service to other people you know she's of service to other people and that's something that Russell Simmons told me. He said there's an expiry date to taking, but there will never be an expiry date to giving. And you last longer in life and in the world when you are a giver. Because there's no expiry date to that. Because after a while, they just give, they'll find someone else to give to. Yeah? But she's somebody that always pours into other people. And yeah, and I really want her to kind of continue to excel and win. So I big up Ramel London. I love that. That's lovely. That's I remember that time lovely. actually, and you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong at all. Yeah. <laughs> you actually weren't wrong at all. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I, I know this. I know this business, man. It's I love that. I love that. Like, um, yeah. I'm really proud of her as well. Like, I really do love her hustle. And quite a few times, she's just bought from me. Like, and there's no like she'll just. I could be anywhere, and she'll just come over and she'll buy. And there's not a kind of like because I know who she is. Like a you know you know that kind of gift service thing that people will do like oh I'll wear it here and then before you know it you're packing stuff in a bag and you're giving it to them she always pays and yeah I totally love her that's a brilliant one yeah well done she's got something in Box Park I can't remember if it's Croydon Wembley yeah. very soon it's the mainstream thing that she does the, the podcast and I think it's happened. Thing. No, it's, it no it's, it's, next, it's next week. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought it was next week. Yeah. But yeah, that's, you know, the, I I saw she, she she's good peeps. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I love that one. That's a wicked one. Brilliant. On. Okay, guys. <laughs> and Uncle, Uncle Kojo, thank you for blessing us. Didn't he say he was giving us an hour? He was giving us an hour. The way my life is These contacts would replace you. Don't blame us for your packing... In um, no, listen, it's been a pleasure coming on. I have thank love for all of you lot. Um, Farah, I don't know as well, but thank you very much for having me on. The rest of you three, you lot know what it is. I appreciate you, ladies. And you know, I'm always there if you need any assistance as well. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that's on the rap party. You know what? We'll do something for sure. We'll get something done. We'll get something done. Wrap it up. Honestly. Look at this one just, just, just ironing her outfit ready, you know, just in case. <laughs> it's we the one, one. Now, it's we'll, the we'll get you lot on. It'll be fun. It'll be fun for sure. Um, 
yeah, honestly, we, we, we wanted you on for a long time and just really genuinely, genuinely, um, we love your honesty and your candor and just being real with us. And that's what we appreciate from you in life, yeah. generally. Thank so, you for your openness. Thank you, man, for making us laugh as well. Yeah. No worries. This is yeah. fun. fun this times. Is... Right. Also um, providing a place to meet people. <laughs> that's yeah. Really has done that from, from Comedy Fun House to when you was doing your own parties. Remember the parties? Yeah, the party was the first time where I actually went out in like pajama lingerie type. Stuff. So, I'm not really about that, but it was your party, so I actually. But, but you know what it was is because there was a community that was being built, so we we were all kind of familiar with each that's other. It, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, like we, had, we, we were all yeah, we in. We were all times. in the city of London. Yeah, parties. Do you know what, Nala? Yeah, do you know. What I, do you know? What I said to someone. I didn't realize that we was in the West End, you know? Mm. Like, like it didn't really resonate. I just thought it was just a venue and we just- Yeah. We was in the West End. You know what I mean? Can't happen now. Think about comedy yeah. shows, like, they don't yeah. happen in the West End. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all different, but I did not, we was on prime- <laughs> like, of the uh, Selfridges, like- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt. I didn't realize I didn't realize none of that because you know when you go in Cork, it feel like you're in South London anyway. You know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you just come out, you come outside. Like, oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what selfishness? Yeah, gap. <laughs> you, know I mean? you don't think you don't even think you're in the West End when you're in that little yeah, trap yeah, house yeah. that we was in. <laughs> it's true. Oh, yeah, man. Good time for sure. But ladies, yeah. anyway, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you, thank you much. And thank you everybody for watching, listening, and contributing your conversation, um, your comments. Don't forget to watch us back on Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget to listen to us on all um social media, uh, sorry, podcast platforms. Um, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And we will be back next week, as usual, with your aunties could never. Good night. Um, can I add additionally that we now have a Patreon account? So you oh, yes. Find us on Patreon now and you can subscribe to our Patreon. We are going to be adding content to there as well. Please go all in. We have five pounds, we have 10 pounds, and we have a hundred pound service where we will be of service. We're, we're not going to have that sound. I'm going to say, we, we have our, what? Listen, my is better than your flipping. Please <laughs> get in your business. No, Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.